You're listening to Air Candy, an uninhibited exploration of topics, ideas, and stories. All right, ready to start the show? I am ready, are you? All right, cool, yeah. Oh, hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> All right, Colleen, do that thing that uh, always gets us in here. Do it. All right, let's go. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Air Candy, where we like to talk about all sorts of topics ranging from serious to ridiculous while sharing our unprofessional opinions and advice. I'm your humble host, Colleen, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Seth. I'm still here. (laughs) On today's episode, we'll be delving into the world of freaky deaky fetishes. What are they, and why might somebody be drawn to them? But before we get into that... New episodes of Air Candy will be coming to you every other Thursday. If you haven't already liked and subscribed to our show, please do so wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on any future episodes. If you want to connect with us online, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Air Candy Podcast. If you have a question, comment, or episode idea, you can drop us a line on one of the socials or send an email to aircandypodcast at gmail.com and either Seth or I will get back to you as soon as possible. And with all that out of the way, let's get into it. All right. So we have to give ourselves, Seth, a big old congratulations. You know why? Why? Because we have officially made it past the pod fade. Which is what? Well, (laughs) pod fade is that term that the podcasters use when new podcasters just kind of give up and throw in the towel. And typically it's like around anywhere between like three to eight episodes, but typically around like seven-ish is where they just stop. Maybe like five or seven. Okay. Okay. So we... We have surpassed and we are going. So I know we're just like right over the line and maybe I'm like jumping the gun, giving us some props. But I figured that we should, uh, you know, give ourselves a little pat on the back. Absolutely. Absolutely. We did really good. I'm, you know, this is a lot of work, a lot more work than I knew that we were going to get into. And, uh, you know, it's still absolutely fine. So I'm a good time. So not ready to uh, throw in a towel. So as long as you have me on your show, then I'm with it. I'm in it. Let's do it. (laughs) You in it. You in it. (laughs) So quick fun fact about that, 31% of podcasters give up before releasing just five episodes. Lame. Right? It's like, just keep trying. Just keep doing it, man. Yeah, super lame. So another thing that we need to kind of celebrate here is the fact that we have reached the 500 download mark, and we achieved that under two months, which is pretty darn amazing for brand new podcasters. Oh, hell yeah. Air horns. Like, nobody knows us. We're not like some reality TV star or Insta influencer that's like, I'm signing a podcast, and everybody suddenly follows them. We're like nobodies. Nobody knows us. And we achieved 500 within two months, which is pretty freaking amazing. Worldwide too, baby. Oh, yeah. Just saying. I mean, look, us just doing this, this goes from... Your crazy idea that I thought was like, all right, this sounds crazy. Let's do it. And now we have 500 plus downloads to this point and people are still listening to us. That's a high five in in my book. It is a high five. High five. I like. I like. (laughs) We worldwide, baby. (laughs) I keep saying that, but I like to say it. (laughs) All right, y'all. Just want to give a shout out to our countries and territories that are listening to us. Roll call. All right, USA. We know y'all up in the front. Well, we got France. Got the UK, we got Canada, we got Barbados, Australia, they're listening, Italy, um, we got Chile's listening to us. I mean, we got so many folks out here. We got Germany, Russia, Bolshoye, Spasibo. That's <laughs> thank you very much in Russian. 
Just letting y'all know that. All right, Mexico. I mean, y'all are really just still listening. Keep listening. We're going to keep giving the flavor in y'all's ears. So, um, <laughs> Brand you know, new I really appreciate y'all. <laughs> Time for new flavor in your ear. <laughs> Time for new flavor in your ear. I got air candy in, in your, your ear. ear. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. So we're just really grateful and appreciative that people from all over the place are checking us out and continuing to listen in. So thank you, everybody out there. Really, really appreciate you guys. Yeah, really appreciate it. I mean, I can't say thank you in all these different languages because now we just so worldwide, you know, because we're kind of a big <laughs> thing now. So, you know, I'll give shouts to Russia. Maybe next next one we get some new countries out there, I'll give you all a little thank you in, in uh, whatever the language is the new listeners <laughs> yeah. come in. You know what I mean? Great. So, and we'll, meanwhile, uh, we'll just keep celebrating. And speaking of celebrating... There's something else that we need to celebrate and talk about celebrating, and it is somebody's special birthday. Who? Who? (laughs) It's you. (laughs) It's you. Oh, you shouldn't have. (laughs) Official (laughs) happy birthday to you. Slut. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, Mr. President. You over here hoeing on the damn podcast, girl. (laughs) No, for real. Thank you very much. Yes, I am a ripe old age of 44. So oh, a gentleman never tells. Ah, whatever. You know, I don't I don't even care at this point. You know, what's that point where uh, like folks always say, all right, well, he or she's they're just old. It doesn't matter. I think I'm officially old. So I can start saying whatever the hell I want. So truly, I'm happy truly. when you reach that mark and you pass the line and then you officially become old man Seth. And then you can just like get away with everything. <laughs> You're pretty close. You're pretty close. Start walking just in the house saying. just farting for no reason. <laughs> Blaming it on everything else. That's right. That, that's just old man Seth. He's just old. He's 44. It's not like a big old man deal, Seth. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to the listener contributions. Oh, um, yeah. We kept listening, y'all. And say, okay, let's get some fetishes out here. And apparently some people don't know what the hell fetishes are. You know who you are. You're out there. Y'all bullshitting. So stop fucking around and get involved. We need to get some more stuff from you guys. Come on, y'all. So now we have some new fetishes on this Freaky Deaky episode for y'all. So let's get into it. And uh, next time, get on the socials. Read our comments. Put them in. Keep the comments coming, and you need to stop bullshit. We know, we know you're reading it. We just I know, so, we know somebody. I think it. someone's just a little shy or something. Nobody wants to speak up and say, "Oh, I have a suggestion," or no, maybe they don't playing, want to admit to something. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know. they don't like the yeah whatever these whatever crazy fetish people are out there. So hey yo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. With that said, I mean, I think we can just move right into it. And absolutely, I think it's safe to say that this episode. May get a little weird. It's going to get a little weird. This time, <laughs> I'm going to need two dragons. Yeah. To- Lay down the rubber sheets. <laughs> <laughs> rubber sheets. Put the pillows on the walls. Yeah. This Let's muffle muffle the sound. Put out the rubber sheets. Lock your doors. Might get a little weird. Put your phone on mute. It's going to get a little weird. Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, so let's just get right into it. Yeah, man, why not? I want to know, Seth, what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word fetish? Sex. <laughs> it's got to be sex. I mean, you know, every time I hear fetish, I think it's, okay, it's something sexual with something or someone or it could be a person 
thing, whatever. I, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm sure there's probably some other things out there. What no, about I mean, you? I, I agree. I The very first thing that ever comes to my mind if I hear the word fetish is sex. That's it. 100%. Like, the first thing that pops in my head, and I start thinking all these crazy things. Like, okay, mm-hmm. Seth, stop thinking about these things before you make them happen. <laughs> You're going to manifest them into reality. <laughs> Poof. And next thing you know... I got a bird feather sticking out of my butthole. I'm like, okay, yeah, I need to stop no. these. <laughs> Please don't go there. <laughs> I do think oh, that these, God. like, you know, fetishes are also kind of like, I don't know, sexual desires made tangible. You know what I mean? Like, it's no, not just this, like, thing in your head. It's also just this thing in your hand <laughs> or whatever it is that the person is fetishizing i don't know but that's but yeah definitely sex is the first thing that comes to mind but now that we talk about what we think i think that you should do our official definitions and origins yeah we always have to do this you know i gotta put my you know proper definitions yeah my proper definitions all right so proper definitions of a fetish webster says an object or bodily part whose real or fantasized presence is psychologically necessary for sexual gratification and that is an object of fixation to the extent that it may interfere with complete sexual expression. Mm. Okay. okay. Yeah. I know. That gets kinda it gets kinda serious there. Little little complex. All right. It gets even worse. Okay. Dictionary.com says a form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item of clothing, part of the body, etc or an excessive or irrational devotion or commitment to a particular thing, or an inanimate object worshipped for its supposed magical powers or because it is considered to be inhabited by a spirit. So, a spirit? Right, on a spirit, and I ain't talking about that look, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of spurts. You know what I mean? That's interesting. I never knew that, you know, the spirit piece or that magical powers thing linked to the history of fetish. Yeah, me either. I know. That's definitely a new one. Fetishism. Yeah, that's brand new to me. Let's go to the best source out there, Wikipedia. Oh, such a reliable 100%. (laughs) Yeah, let's go to this. No questions asked. (laughs) We got to the best for last, right? (laughs) Yeah. Wiki. (laughs) Wiki. (laughs) All right. Fetishism. A fetish derived from the French fetiche. Hope I didn't butcher that. Cliche, please say something if we got it wrong. Write us in, ericandypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Is an object believed to have supernatural powers, or in particular, a human-made object that has power over others. See, it's just getting really weird yeah, when it, it comes does. to this kind of, you know, it's, it, it's really weird. Like, the first two were like, okay, now I get that. And that's when you say fetish, I think, that. Webster's right. and dictionary.com. But then you get to, you know, our famous source here. Our favorite one is the, uh, this Wikipedia. All right, I'm going to do one last one, then we're going to move on. All right, so... Yes. Sexual fetishism um, or erotic fetishism is a sexual fixation on a non-living object or non-genital body part. The object of interest is called the fetish. The person who has the fetish for that object is a fetishist. Mm -hmm. Sexual arousal from a particular body part can be further classified as parcelism. We'll probably get into that later on. Mm -hmm. While medical definitions restrict the term sexual fetishism to objects or body parts, Fetish can, in common discourse, also refer to sexual interest in specific activities. And See, I'm done. Yeah, that's right there, too. Like, when we said, what do you think of sex, right? Yep. And then when you read the first bits of the definition, and it was saying that it's like a specific item, like just an item. And in my mind, I'm thinking it can not only be an item, but also an act or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So all these different definitions are kind of 
saying that. It's just talking about like all sorts of stuff, whether yeah. it's like a practice or even a community of people into something. They're all technically like that word fetish is just kind of like thrown around. Yeah. 100%. And I think because it's there's so much conflicting information out there, I think it's kind of important to explain and clarify the difference between a paraphilia, a fetish and a kink. So. Oh, kink. Hey. Right. Right, because I think a lot of the times people get kink and fetish mixed up as well. I think so too, hundred percent. So, what what do you say about kink? Like, what's a kink for the folks out there that live under a rock? <laughs> a kink <laughs> is a person's unusual sexual preference. So that that makes sense. Just like, oh, I'm into that, right? I prefer this. Okay. Yeah, like I'm into this, but. Well, I'll give an anecdote, a little anecdote in a second, but let me just get through this. So a kink is a person's unusual sexual preference. A fetish is a form of sexual desire in which the gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item of clothing, body part, etc., like we already said. Right. The paraphilia is like kind of like an even greater degree of that. So a sexual deviation which is considered abnormal in some societies or which may prevent or hinder one's ability to receive reciprocal love. Does it have anything to do with paraphernalia? <laughs> no. I no. Does it? No. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so just as an anecdotal thing to think of, the difference between kink and fetish, if you think about it, your great-grandmother or whatever, like, I know we don't want to, like, mix oh, these God, images in your yeah, head. What, with, what are you doing? But like, what I'm are just you saying? saying? Like, where, where are you going with this? Where are you going with this? That generation, they may have thought that French kissing, tongue kissing, was a kink, was kinky. It still is. What? You At think it's kinky? Yeah, whatever. It's nice. So it's basically kinks are like highly subjective. So oh, hold on a second. Why do I gotta make a voice like that? <laughs> oh, it's nice. Yeah, nice. Oh, it's nice. Anyway, going on. Back in the day, they may have thought that tongue kissing was kinky, so they may have enjoyed it, but right. they didn't need it necessarily, or even want it every time that the act of sex was happening. Right. I'm getting excited already. But fetishes. The actual fetish, when you get into, and it's like more of a paraphilia where they need it, they need it, they need it, they have to have it, they have to have it in every single situation to get to, to be that aroused, level. right? Gotcha. To even be aroused, and then to be able to reach sexual gratification, to reach that climax or whatever. So that's I the difference. You. Okay. As a way to remember, kinky is using the feather, and perverted is using the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, whatever she said, y'all. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Kinky is using the feather. Perverted is using the chicken. Like, if you're just tickling somebody with a feather, okay, that's kinky. That's fun. You don't uh, need it every time. If you're using a chicken, you got a fucking problem. <laughs> okay, I just had this whole thing in my mind, which I'm not going to really even repeat on this podcast. I probably should because we're not really being censored. But, yeah, okay. Use use the feather instead of the chicken. No, don't do that. I hate it when you do that. <laughs> so gross. I hate that. But I do want to create a gif of you doing that, and then it could just be like on social media, like over and over again. That's funny. That would be funny. With the fist motion, like like I'm yeah. doing right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. God. My girl Shannon hates when I do that too. She can't state it when I do that. When I try to imitate whatever nastiness that we're talking about, or like the innuendos, and she's like, 
Oh, God, so just stop saying it like that. (laughs) 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 Anywho. So I think you have a a decent understanding of all this so far, yes? Yep, I'm good. I'm good. And now that we do have a basic understanding of what a fetish is, let's talk about some statistics and how common they are. So I'm going to go off on a little statistics and facts here. The Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders categorizes sexual interest into two groups, normal, normophilic, and animalis, paraphilic. And at last count, sex reachers, sex reachers, sex reachers, I keep saying reachers. (laughs) Reach around. (laughs) Sex reach around. (laughs) At last count, sex researchers estimated that about 549 different paraphilias exist. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. That's a fucking lot. That's a lot of different fetishes. Well, I heard they come out at night. Yeah, the freaks come out at night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Some fetish interests are more common than people might think, not only in terms of fantasies, but also in terms of desire and behavior. And according to the Journal of Sex Research, about one in six people have a sex fetish. And in 2016, there was a study that found paraphilias, meaning the unusual sexual interests, are actually not all that unusual, concluding that one in three people have experimented with one of these fetishes at one point in their lives. I'm too young to be doing this podcast right now. I am too <laughs> young. This is this, this is all sensitive, not safe for work material. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go on. Anything else? Can, any other knowledge you can uh, you can? Yes, spin here? I have a few. So overall, about forty-five point six percent of people are interested in at least one type of sexual behavior that's considered. I'll just in air quotes abnormal, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And <laughs> good grief. And thirty three percent of the people have experienced the behavior at least once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I I'm thinking it. so what I'm thinking is that like all these findings basically suggest that we need to know more about what normal sexual practices are before we start labeling and you know, a legal and consensual sexual interest as an abnormal paraphilia. That's True. my personal True. opinion. No, you're right. Because, you know, back in the day, people that might have had these fetishes or, you know, they, they could have been considered something else because they were judged by other people and so on and so forth. You know, now in modern yeah. times where, you know, people have all their teeth and stuff. So, you know. Well, yeah, so- homosexuality was was considered a paraphilia and like a mental disorder and i mean we all know that that's far from the truth so yeah exactly so yeah that's what i'm saying I'm just, yeah yeah 100 i totally agree yeah and one other thing to note is that i think a lot of people think that fetishes are you know just men right like only men have fetishes and while it's true that men are more likely to have a fetish there's there's a, a great deal of women out there that have them as well i mean does that have anything i haven't watched this movie but the girl with the dragon tattoo was that kind of fall down those lines no or the 50 what? shades of gray or whatever the hell oh, yeah the 50 shades of gray was like a bdsm about. type movie but apparently okay. what i heard was that people that are actually in the bdsm community were all ticked off and in an uproar about it was the, bs about yeah about the way that it was portrayed they were like that's baloney or you know whatever okay all right cool i was just curious make sure i'm on the right i'm on the same page so but yes bdsm is considered a fetish yes that's in there too 
Okay, cool. And that would be considered one of the more common ones. So I think that we can name off some common and uncommon ones if you'd like, just quickly naming them off and what they are, like their their technical term and then what it actually is because – Again, there's so many. We're not going to name off the whole 549 yeah, list, really. but we will. We can rattle we, off a couple of that. We will rattle off a few. Yeah, why not? You know what I mean? So Take it away, Seth. All right, let's see what we got. All right, so, um, man, I mean, where do we start? I mean, some of the common start with, ones. Start with the common ones. All right, yeah. So we're, we're going to get into the, the easy stuff. Then we're going to get into the okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so common, some of the common ones. All right, we got... Podophilia, that's arousal to feet. We got pygophilia, arousal to buttocks. Everyone kind of is aroused by that. But anyway, that's just me talking. All right, Sucks uh, for me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, no you never ass. know. <laughs> yeah, no one's attracted to Colleen because she don't got no ass. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the attraction in that fetish is to have no ass, I'm, I'm ass out. So... <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Next. Yeah, you got voyeurism. People probably know about that. Arousal to spying on others for sexual gratification. You got draws, also known as underwear fetishism, which is arousal to, to draws, obviously. And then uh, most common is partialism, which we mentioned earlier, which is arousal to a body part other than the reproductive organs, ergo calves. Yeah, Weird. so like feet, eyes, armpits, boobies, butts, nose, anything. Yes. Any non-genital body part, that would be considered partialism. And you know what? That's on our common list. So I, I, that just sounds weird in general. So I don't know. What you, does? This partialism. That, oh, you mean the, just the way it sounds? Partialism? Yeah, partial. And that's on our, on our little list here with the common ones. I, I yeah. don't know. I just, it is that the just most sounds common like it's already kind of weird. It is the most common one, if you think about it, because the most common fetish you can think of would be having an attraction to a body part. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I I might be attracted by hands or something like that. I I read somewhere recently, like, or I know, what did I I saw it on Instagram, some chick who was like, had a fetish for necks (laughs) and collarbones. So all of the photos that were on her page were just random women's necks and like weird things like there's this thing where people that are into that neck fetish community where they will like turn their whole head all the way around and they find that like very very arousing it's it's so odd but that's just it like any non-genital body part any non-genital body part can be considered partialism the fetish thing i eat turkey necks so i guess i kind of have a little bit of partialism yeah for turkeys. One of the mo- other common ones that I find a little disturbing is the frauderism, because that's when people get off by touching strangers, like, surreptitiously in public. That's kind of fucking weird. Like, a little uh... rub up against you or whatever. And I think as a female, we've all been in that situation where some rando Dudes. comes up and just, like, touches you or whatever yeah. in, in, a, in a weird way that you feel very violated after. <laughs> You're like, oh... Well, you know what? I got a anecdotal thing that, uh, long story short, I, I will make this short. I got, you know, undressed with some old lady's eyes. So I'm hanging out at the bar. What? My friend oh, said, yeah. Oh, some, so you're saying some old lady at the bar undressed you with her eyes. Yeah. So I'm minding my own business. And then this lady comes up to me and she's a little older, actually a lot older. And she said, oh, and I turned around and said, oh, hi, how are you? She's like, oh, yeah, hi. Um, I wasn't sure who that was. I was looking at your little butt cheeks, 
And I wasn't sure who that was. I said, yeah, hi, it's me. And I, was like, I just said hi. And I kind of turned around and I looked at my friend that was with me. I was like, did I just get like accosted she by this lady? Hitting on me? Did she touch you? No, no. She tapped me on my shoulder to get my attention. She wasn't oh, all she like, grab being, your like ass. super weird. No, no. But I, I think I'm just trying to compare the apples to apples here. I don't know. But I just, yeah, it's kind of like I, I, I get that. The parcelism because she was looking at my quote unquote little butt cheeks <laughs> yeah. and she wanted to find out who it was because she she only saw the butt cheeks She's and didn't see it. the face. She's so like, look at that nice round booty. I know. Delicious. So, so I was like, wow, I just got accosted by this mighty lady. That's wild. So you got some uncommon ones on your list? Oh yeah. I mean there's so I think there's probably more uncommon ones than common, but um yeah. A very interesting uncommon one is called Chasmophilia. I don't know if it's Chaz or Kaz. It's one of the two. It's like Chaz. C H A S. Yeah. And okay. that's a re- people who get aroused by caverns, crevices, and valleys. <laughs> Isn't that strange? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I don't know why I'm feeling super uncomfortable with these things right now. It's like I'm, I don't know either. We're just I'm, having I'm a conversation. Sort of waiting for your, I'm waiting for your list to keep going. I'm, like, I'm waiting for what else you're gonna say. I'm gonna be like, ugh. Oh well, <laughs> let's just rattle off some of these uncommon ones. We have formicophilia, which is arousal to insects. Okay. All right, what else? Fornophilia, which is arousal to human furniture. I think that one's kind of out there. Yeah, that's definitely out there. So the people, like, they make the other people furniture. Like, so they're not killing them and skinning their <laughs> and turning them into actual furniture. It's just, like, living furniture and living art. So somebody might be on all fours and they might put a television on their back. Uh, okay, hold on. I was thinking the first thing you said that it's not what it is. Like, you know, you go to someone's house to sell Girl Scout cookies and all of a sudden your bones are turned into a wind chime. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not like, uh, <laughs> it's not like Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> okay, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, this is... No, this is literally where, like, you could have, like, a really hot naked girl standing in your living room holding a lamp sh- or have a lampshade on her head or something and she's now a lamp a standing lamp or a floor lamp or whatever. Dude, this can't be true. Like It's so true. It's out there. And, and that's one of the ones that's big in like the BDSM community because there is like a, you know, a power dynamic there where somebody's like being made to stay still and, you know, serve somebody else. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, the people are turned into living furniture where, you know, somebody might sit on you, your chair, you're a table, you're a TV stand. You're a dinner tray. I don't fucking know. I mean, whatever. Maybe that's where they got that whole idea of women getting sushi eaten off of them. That's probably where that whole thing came from. Somebody has that fetish and they're like, let's turn this really hot girl into a sushi platter. Or body shots. Right. I'm into that. So there you go. But you don't need it every time. You don't need it to get aroused. People with this, they need this to get aroused. So do you have any uncommon ones you'd like to read off? I'm going down some of these things. I got a little list here. Oh, God. I mean, there's paraphilic infantilism. So dressing or being treated like a baby, also known as adult baby syndrome. I mean, you got macrophilia. It's a fascination with sexual fantasy involving giants, commonly expressed as giantesses or female giants, you know, big tall girls. Actually, I kind of like tall women, but I, I mean, they don't, I don't need them to get me, you know, to move my loins. Well, this is not just tall women. They're talking about a giant like the people that are into that they want to be dominated by a giant 
giant what? Like Jack and a Beanstalk? What are we talking about here? Think like Godzilla size. That's Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, all five people in the world. This is just out of control. This is out of control. <laughs> Let's see. Somnophilia, arousal to people that are sleeping or unconscious people. Mm. I mean, seriously? Maybe mm. that, remember you read that confession corner last week about the guy who said he likes to get his girl off while she's asleep? Yeah. He's probably into that and he doesn't even yeah. know it. Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. They out there. Vorophilia, which is fantasizing about being swallowed whole. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah, but there's just so many, so many oddball things out there. And if you do want to look at the whole big list of 549 paraphilias, you can easily Google that and it will come up and you can just read through it and have fun. Have fun with that. <laughs> and let your mind go wherever it yeah. goes thinking about how yeah. does that actually work? Exactly, exactly. And I'm saying, like, basically, if it's out there, somebody somewhere is sexually attracted to it. Like, everything. Look, man, look, it is okay. How many times have you seen a couple out there and, like, how the hell do they get together? I mean, there's a lid for every pot. You know, that's the saying. So oh, yeah. If there's a fetish out there or whatever, you know, there's at least one other person out there that thinks the same as you, no matter what it is. Totally. And, and we already read off all these things. So, look, there is a lid for every pot. So, Y'all that are listening, if you guys have a freaky deaky thing that you just thought you were the only person out there, no. You are not alone. Some, you are not alone. And look, if you want to confess this, you can always go to Confession Corner. We will always hear and listen to you. Just Absolutely. Saying. Put it out there. <laughs> we, will, we will listen. I might laugh a little. But anyway, we, could, we, we will listen. We'll thank you for your submission. And then we'll probably put it on our show. Yes. Crazy yes. So just for funsies, I did find a website that uh, showed the United States and what fetish is most common to each state. And I was wondering if you would be interested in in knowing any of those states. I just want to hear about Maryland because I live here. I live in Maryland, so I want to hear what's going on in Maryland. The number one fetish in Maryland is, I'm looking it up, masochism. All right, so what's that? That means you like to get beat up, right? Masochism is the tendency to derive pleasure and sexual gratification from being subjected to physical pain or humiliation by oneself or another person. So it's pleasure in being abused or dominated. You have a taste for suffering. Okay, I got you. Okay. Yes. I always get it mixed up when it comes to sadism and mac- ma- how am I say Macochism? masochism. Ma- masochism. Yeah. I was getting mixed up, so I, that's why I had to ask you. All right. No, well, I know. I get it mixed up, too. Sadism is a you get sexually gratified from inflicting the pain on okay. somebody. Gotcha. So I always the get it sadist mixed up. is the one that's, like, whipping, and the masochist is the one that's getting whipped. So just remember that. The sadist is the one who's doing the harm, and the masochist is the one getting harmed. Mm, mm, mm. I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Have you ever, like, experienced anything like that? Kind of no. getting beat up? Or well, I'm saying not, beat up. Of course, I'm being not uh, not in choosing. No, <laughs> so we won't, won't even go there. Oh God, yeah, let's not go there. While no, you just give I... me a little teaser, and then just see what are no, you talking? about? I mean, like, no, I've I never, I've never walked into something and said, "Let me, you know, please, please beat me up or do this." Or to me. let me, no. you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I will man. tell you that Hawaii's number one fetish is fisting. Yeah. Hey. yeah hey. No <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell you because you've been doing that. Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> but th- this website. 
website's pretty cool because it's got a map of the United States. And in every state, it has the word of whatever that state's number one fetish is. It's pretty funny. So I, I'll put the link <laughs> to that in the show notes if anybody's interested. Yeah, please do. I think we have a lot should, of people interested. I've never interested. balloons and all sorts of stuff, armpits. Yeah. Like, it's all over the place. So. We don't have no time on this podcast to go over all no. this stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, Check I'll put the stuff the in the notes, notes and, and you guys can explore yourself. <laughs> and write us in because explore I'm as, <laughs> explore yourself while you're looking <laughs> at yourself. every state that, that you want to move to because they have exactly <laughs> right? what you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cost of living, eh, what are they into with the fetish? <laughs> yeah, what That's they got where I'm here. moving. All right, okay, we got, all right. Yeah. All right, <laughs> aloha, here we come. I can't believe you've probably done that noise now like 10 times. And it just never gets podcast. old. It's, like, it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> just yeah, really uncomfortable. <laughs> Anywho, Anywho. So, Seth, what are your thoughts thing? about why someone might develop a fetish? Okay. So, my opinion is this. I think if you get so many fetishes, after we went down this list of these crazy things that you you mentioned, okay, I had a couple. You had a lot more. But I'm just like, okay. I think something happened. Like something must have happened to you, some past trauma or some event or something happened to you either. And honestly, in my opinion, I don't think it had anything to do with your age at all, even though a lot of other traumatic things, and we don't need to go get into that with this show, but things that turn people into or have them do something else when they're younger, I think that you can develop something no matter what age is what age it is. Of course, this is Seth's opinion. has nothing to do with any scientific evidence at all. That's what I think. Let's say that I'm making this up. Let's say you peed yourself by accident, all right? You peed yourself, and then you feel the warm pee on your leg for some random reason. You're like, oh, that doesn't feel that bad. All right. And then all of a sudden, you're getting peed on. I don't know. I'm just saying something might have happened sure. at one point in your life. What about you? What's What's your opinion? I mean, I have several hypotheses, I, but my first instinct, too, is to say it was from a trauma or, like, something unusual happening. Okay. But I also think that it could possibly be due to, I don't know, is it a mental illness? Is there an unstable arousal pattern? Could it be genetic? Because there are studies that show that pedophilia could potentially be genetic. So there's that whole theory. There also could be the theory that, you know, maybe nothing bad happened at all. Just like you said, it could have just been some kind of thing that happened in their life or some object that was implanted in their adolescence or childhood that just became a normal conditioned thing that they became aroused by or whatever you know what i mean so there's that it could also be something like an overactive sex drive yeah doing it regular is one thing but then you're kind of done with doing it regular whatever that's supposed to mean but you know what i mean then you just all right let's yeah, like it's just this high sex drive whatever. where they just want to explore more and more and more. Like, you know, like you said, the basics, the vanilla, the norm is just not enough anymore. And then it becomes like an addiction. And yeah. then they just want to try like, you know, harder, better, faster, stronger. Like they need more yeah. and more to get <laughs> to that again. <laughs> this podcast, what we should do a disclaimer in the very beginning and say every time you hear Seth go, take a shot. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> you'll be blitzed. Yeah, you'll be drunk and being like, we want more of Seth and his... <laughs> it's so hard to listen to oh it's pretty terrible All right. so here here are the basics about fetishes they usually develop in childhood or adolescence and are controlled by a combination of high secrecy high eroticism and high shame which is kind of not the greatest combination 
And in the first 10 years of someone's life, there's a hardwiring of sexual arousals. And then in puberty, it sort of just turns on. So over time, the fetish gets cemented through the repetition of masturbation or whatever to the arousing object, and it becomes relatively permanent. Okay. And with the trauma piece, I mean, we all know that trauma affects people in so many different ways. And it makes sense that if something happened to somebody, it could kind of shape their arousal pattern. And it's pretty messed up, but that's just kind of how it is. So a patient who develops a fetish, you know, oftentimes they've been victims of sexual trauma early in their life. So usually when someone has a bizarre arousal pattern, something unusual occurred or there was something in their past that made them susceptible to some kind of like deviant behavior. And for example, an individual who may have been molested as a child by a predator who used a pillow to keep them from screaming might later develop a fetish for erotic asphyxiation. Okay, so I'm not completely off base by thinking, okay, something might have happened and then yeah. all of a sudden you're... You just never know. It could be something small. It could be something major like that. Who knows? Huh. Learn something new every day. Yep, yep, yep. So I'm wondering if diagnosing fetishes is a thing. I think it is. I think it's, you know... Look, the mind's a terrible thing to waste, but the mind is also a crazy thing, too, and it's very complex. So, yeah, I, th I think you can totally diagnose this stuff. I did a little research here, and I found something that there's actually a thing of what this is. And this does not apply to everyone. Sometimes people just have things about something. Yeah, sure. So what we're talking about right now is called fetishistic. I'm going to butcher that probably. No, you said it perfect. Time. So it's fetishistic disorder. All right. So does that mean, listeners, that just because you like doing whatever with everything doesn't mean you have a disorder? Not exactly. I'm just saying that's if there's a diagnosed thing and if it is something that's probably detrimental, then that is what this is. It's called fetishistic disorder. So uh, I'm going to do a little definition here. Of course, this is not coming from me. I'm not a doctor, but, you know, if you want to play doctor, I'm here. <laughs> so uh, what's your source? My, <laughs> my source is psychologytoday.com. So okay. Fetishistic disorder is an intense central <laughs> attraction to either inanimate objects or central. To... Did I say central? You said central. It's intense central. Okay. <laughs> Start read it. Read that over. <laughs> Fetishistic disorder is an intense sexual attraction to either inanimate objects or to body parts not traditionally viewed as sexual. We all know what those parts are. Yeah. Coupled with clinically significant distress or impairment. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I, I feel for these folks out here, man. It's crazy. Right. So I just looked up and it says the DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, to be diagnosed with a paraphilic disorder or fetishistic disorder, people with these fetishistic interests must demonstrate the following. It's just two things. The first is the person must feel distress about their interests, not merely distress because of society's disapproval, but just their own distress. And the okay. second part is that they have sexual desire or behavior that involves another person's psychological distress, injury, or death, or desire for sexual behaviors involving unwilling persons or persons unable to give legal consent. So hmm. those two things are the requirements for it to actually be diagnosed according to the DSM. Okay. Okay. So that leaves a lot of us out, basically. That's what it sounds Phew. like. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> oh, wow. Whoa. Right. All right. So I'm not weird. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> 
So then when might a fetish become a problem? We should talk about that. Where would someone start to kind of like drift into that problematic territory? All right. My point of view is this. I think when it starts interrupting your job and your general lifestyle, that's when you say, okay, this is a problem. And I'm not sure watching porn is considered a fetish. It's probably not because we already rattled off like 20 fetishes. So watching porn is not a fetish. So I guess no, it's a I bad think example. There, actually, I think there is one that's related to watching porn. Yeah. I just oh, don't know okay. the name of it. And it also has to do with like voyeurism as well. So if someone's like addicted to it, then it would obviously turn into a problem like what you're talking about. Yeah. That's – I mean, yeah. I think that, okay, you have this thing and it's like, you know, like with the original definition that I said about this, you know, it starts getting – you know, you don't have this, and so it, you start really having distress or impairment, so you can't think straight, you can't do this, until you do whatever your thing is, right? I, you know, you get fixated on something. So I would think that even some of these folks that have these fetishes probably have some other kind of disorder that is there that makes oh, them yeah. attracted. You know, there might be some kind of, a, uh, not ADHD, but what's, what's the other one? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, some yeah. kind of o- no, for OCD sure. or something. And then- I 100% agree with you. That's why I, with my theories and my hypotheses of why somebody might have a fetish to begin with, I had mental illness on there. Just not saying that people with a fetish are mentally ill, but a mental illness might be a route for it to kind of come out. Yeah, that's just one what I said. One of the I many like... reasons, one of them. So I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I think that it's just a mixed bag, honestly. I mean, look, sometimes you might just look at something one day or someone's elbow and be like oh i like oh she got sexy elbows do you know that this this thing on the elbow is called a weenus and there is and <laughs> there is <laughs> there up. is a um uh, it is a partialism as well like i don't know what it's called but the elbow does have a people do have elbow fetishes and that little skin at the end that you can twist around is called your weenus oh god <laughs> So funny. I mean, what is this weenus? I was like, I I remember I like twist your when I was younger, I used Excuse to say, me? "Let me touch your weenus," <laughs> and like freak people out. Then I would just touch their elbow. <laughs> <laughs> You're cute too, because if I was a dude, I know you touch your weenus. Okay, or unzip, unzips pants. <laughs> like no, no, no. Not exactly. I'm just. Trying I'm trying to, to be all cute elbow. and friendly, and you're like, <laughs> right. okay, girl. Go ahead and do it. All right, you want to do it like right here in front of all these people? You want to go downstairs in a weird bathroom down there? Oh, oh my man. elbow. Okay, this has got awkward. Okay, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but no, I agree with you. I think it's like whenever there's impairment in like your social life or your occupational life or any other important area of functioning, if it's disrupted, then it's a problem. Okay. And I do have a couple examples of people. There's a Texas man who in 2009 was arrested after investigators learned that he had been blowing pepper into an employee's face to make her sneeze. The man whose identity was not revealed at the time of his arrest told authorities that he finds a woman's sneezes to be sexually arousing. So he was just going around... Blowing pepper in the, in people's faces, this one chick's face, just to have her sneeze because he's like, oh, oh. So, what kind of job do they work at where they do that? Where just say I mean, just blowing random pepper in the air at, at an Italian restaurant? Would you like some fresh cracked pepper? And then in the back, you got someone who's like has a fetish for sneezes, and he's just like cracking in his hand and then blowing it in his attractive <laughs> coworkers' faces. I mean, that's a problem, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> it's a damn problem. 
Here's another example. A man in Malaysia was arrested for stealing more than 70 pairs of panties from women to Santa, to Santa, to Santa fly, to satisfy. <laughs> Merry Christmas, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> to satisfy his underwear fetish. And here's another one. In Florida, a 35-year-old man is awaiting sentencing after confessing that his foot fetish led him to break into the homes of sleeping children so he could touch their feet. Okay, that's that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. Sorry, that's a huge problem. Uh-uh. That that crosses into several paraphilias, I would say, because I feel like fetish is more the tame one. Like kink is the super tame, fetish is the medium, and the paraphilia is like, oh, problem. Yeah. Okay. Now it's a problem. Okay. Yeah. That just crosses over problems. Also crosses a lot of uh, uh, lines, like legal lines. In your mind, you can imagine, I, I don't know, innumerable scenarios where fetishes could become problematic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, my, my mind's already gone places that it does not need to be today. So great. So what yeah. about tr- what about treatment? Any thoughts on treatment, Seth? Uh, I, I think you need to talk to somebody, or you gotta let your freak flag fly. Yes, it's either one or the two. Exactly. I mean, I'm if with you want to get treatment, if you got an itch, you know, you gotta scratch it. I mean, look, as long as not harming anybody or yep. breaking any you know laws in your state. You know, exactly. I say, let your freak flag fly, man, for real, for real. But if you don't like it, then you got to talk to somebody, talk to, you know, I don't think you need a psychologist. I think you probably need a therapist of some sort first. And then if that turns into, it gets detrimental, then you'll probably get a, uh, 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 get a little white paper slip to say, okay, I'm going to recommend you to go to talk to this person because this is out of my wheelhouse. One way ticket to the funny farm. Right. Exactly. One way ticket. So (laughs) yeah, I think I agree with you. It's not really necessary unless it's a problem. And that, to me, only means if it meets some kind of criteria for the for the disorder and only if someone's engaging in illegal or dangerous behavior, like examples that we just talked about. Like if you're obviously breaking the law and also touching people without their consent. So that's just not yeah. okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just not cool, man. I mean, look, there's plenty of people out there. I mean, you can probably go to meetup.com and find people that like X, Y, Z or whatever, and you'll find plenty of other oh, freaks just like you out totally. there. Totally. There's a website, if you want to know. It's called FetLife. FetLife. F-E-T Life. So like for fetish, FetLife.com. Oh, and that is where you can find all those people waving their freak flags very proudly. <laughs> freak flag, the freak flag all over. So it's kind of like those, uh, it's kinda like those uh, stickers that, like, that you see on like uh, – you see on like like Jeeps and stuff it says slut life. I've never seen that, but okay. Uh, oh my fault. That's salt life. That's salt <laughs> life. Salt and yeah. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, just like that. Yeah, I'm just being stupid, but yeah. The first time I, there's this whole thing called salt life, right? Which is basically like beach stuff, right? So Yes, I'm more saw, I'm, I'm familiar with that. First time I saw that, I was like, I was reading, I was driving behind who knows, a random car, and I was like slut life i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> that's what you that's what you yeah, read in she, your mind she let that freak flag fly for everybody <laughs> and i was like and i got closer because i was interested i was like okay freak what? yeah I'll, I'll definitely play your game and i was like oh salt life <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> well, wow. that's funny and then i got to ocean city so anyway <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a good day i guess yeah good day <laughs> <laughs> So one last question about this, then we're going to get into our the ones that we picked to talk about in okay. more in a little more depth. And this last question is, do you think there are any misconceptions about fetishes? In what aspect? 
just in general, any misconceptions? Honestly, I think it's kind of what we already talked about. I think it's kind of like the misconception is that you're crazy or you got some kind of an issue that you need to get found out. And I think it's only because if people don't listen to this podcast and learn something, then you're going to think something <laughs> is crazy. Right. You know, you think something's crazy or something's weird or that's not it. I just got to just make sure I got to find someone that lets me let my freak flag fly. Right. And just, you know, so I think that's a big misconception. Look, stuff is weird. I've already been shaking my head and being like, why are we doing this podcast anyway? You know, it is what it is. But You shouldn't have agreed to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, why did I agree to talk to this? This is just out of control. But that is, look, it's a big misconception. There is a lid for every pot. So, yeah, that's my opinion. What about you? Honestly, my only answer to the are there any misconceptions is that it's just not always sexual in nature. That's it. Yeah, you're right. Because with, yeah, with me like reading more stuff and kind of going down this rabbit hole of fetishes, there are a lot that aren't necessarily sexual. Like that one that you said, the macrophilia, when they're just, it's more of like a fantasy of, of a giant. You can't actually be with a giant. Right. But it's just this fantasy world or whatever. So that that's what I've kind of found, that not every single one is sexual in nature. They can still be problematic and turn into a disorder, but they're not all always sexual. So that kind of goes, you know, full circle back to the very beginning of all these questions when we said, oh, sex is the first thing we think of. But then doing research on it, you start to learn that they're not always sexual. But that, yeah. that's it. That's it. That's all I got. It, it could just be an obsession is what I'm saying, not sexual, just an obsession. Yeah, because the first thing that, that comes to both of our minds is, sex you yeah. know what i mean it's not exactly <laughs> what it is but honestly let's just be honest here i mean a lot of it is sexual related uh just, yeah yeah let's For just be sure. honest here yeah it is what it is all right cool so on to our picks and i'm gonna let you go first which fetish out there did you find to be extra odd or interesting or just kind of like off the wall like what wtf <laughs> all right so my pick is I'm still shaking my head. You know what? All right. I'm just going to say it. All right. So one one of the things that I, one of my picks is basically people that are in love with inanimate objects. Okay. I can't get over it. I, you know, I don't know what it is. So, you know, the, the technical term or the proper term of it is called objectophilia or object sexuals. If you want to talk about a person that has this thing. Mm -hmm. or object sexuality or objectophilia. So basically it's a form of sexual or romantic attraction focus on particular inanimate objects. Um, folks that have this kind of, you know, they they have strong feelings of love or commitment to a certain, like a, an item, a structure. For some, it's a sexual or a close emotional relationship when you just can't have that with people. That's kind of sad. I, it is yeah. a little sad. I think it's a little sad. But you know what? There's a lid for every pot. So you know what? It is what it is. I, I think it's a little sad. It could be it's... the pot and the lid that the person is in love with. Right. Exactly. So I'm saying it's sad just because I guess I don't understand. But I just can't get over this. So, yeah. You know, I found a little list here. I have a top ten list. I'm not going to go over all of them. Um, but it, I'm just go over some of these outlandish ones. Okay. So one of them. Um can't even, you know, all right. It's a lady named Amy Wolf. All right. So she's basically in love with a roller coaster. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I said. And so I started scrolling. I was like, okay. All right. So, but like, 
yeah. I guess I'm just confused because I don't know how how serious are we talking about like these people with these items? Like I, I guess it would depend on each person, right? I, I don't know. I just I don't know. I'm just trying to understand this. Yeah, I'm trying to get it too. It's like okay, so what is it? Is it the wood? Heyo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fetish. So there is a fetish called. It begins with an X, and it's a it's arousal to wood. To actual wood. It starts with an X. Oh, because that's part of the thing. Just can't. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember gotcha. the name of it. Yeah. So this lady, like, okay. So you know, I'm paraphrasing a lot of this stuff when it comes to this lady. You know, Amy Wolf. You know, uh, she got attracted to this a uh, roller coaster in amusement park when she was only 13, and then she said one day she's gonna to marry. It's a it's a Pennsylvania based roller coaster too so y'all over here in Pennsylvania. i mean what is up with y'all people man and you know reports are saying that they have indicated that the the marriage has if it can even i'm not sure what the laws are in pennsylvania has happened but this lady actually changed her last name to the manufacturer of the ride which what? is weber like the grill but you know obviously it's the roller coaster but yeah, like, 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 what is this? Like, what, what is, what is going on? So, going back to the proper definition, okay. So, maybe she can't find love in actual like human beings. So then she goes to this roller coaster. I mean, but no, you I'm said she developed here. it at thirteen, so she's just been fixated on this thing since the age of thirteen, and never yeah. even allowed herself to have any opportunity to um bond with another human because she was so fixated on this roller coaster this crazy lady travels 160 miles oh she doesn't even live there no oh damn i was hating on pennsylvania but now i just feel sorry for pennsylvania because you get these crazy people coming up in this (laughs) in your state i feel sorry for whoever sits in the seat after her (laughs) right (laughs) i thought i was a nasty one man you got a little zinger there hey (laughs) oh The vibrations made me moist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Colleen coming out with the nastiness. Okay. She got a little freak flag. She got to fly out there. Okay. You know. Yeah, you know. Freaking deep. Yeah, man. Look, she goes 160 miles 10 times a year to visit the love of her life, quote unquote. I'm putting it in air quotes, even though what I'm reading here, there's no quotes there. I just can't get over this. So anyway, so uh, yeah, and carries around its spare bolts and parts to feel closer to it while they're apart. She also sleeps with a picture of the roller coaster above her bed. Okay, I can't. So somebody, look, I know I'm hating. Just write us in. Anyone that's uh, listening to us in the United States or abroad. Just, just say something, please. I, I, I don't get it, and I feel sorry for those nuts and bolts. Right. I, I, I'm just. I'm. I don't know. I'm a little. I don't know. It's weird. Well, what else is on that list that you got? You got. You said you had like ten people. Yeah, of course I'm not gonna go over all, all, all ten, but I'm just going over some of these crazy ones. Like, I'm skipping that one. Like, some of these are just crazy. Okay, this lady, like Val Thoreau and the oak tree. Okay, well, just like you said, with the wood, right? That starts with the X, right? Yeah. So she's 64, retired nurse. She made a 7,000-mile journey to England to visit her partner, which is an oak tree. All right? And she's married. She's married and mother of two. So she's had sex with another human being. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And she just at some point happened to be where that tree is, like visiting on vacation, and then felt an attraction to it, and then... Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I I don't know. And look, and look, she's she's not even American. And guess where? Where is your first place that you think this crazy lady is from? Just say it. I, uh, I, want, I want you to guess it right. So I'm gonna laugh my ass off. Canada. 
I don't know. Dude, you're right. That's I what, am. Exactly. I mean, look, I, I, I just, it was the first thing that came to mind, but for no particular reason. It's just because I, I was like, all right. Oh, yeah, it's, it's it's just so funny for us to make fun of the uh, Canadians. <laughs> but it, that's exactly right. That's so funny. Oh, man, you just made my day right here. Yeah. So she has flown from Kamloops, British Columbia, to New Forest, Hampshire, once a year, discovering in 2008 and stays in touch with the tree by viewing it on Google Earth when they're apart. Creepy as it gets. Okay. All right. But see, this, this, this goes back to what I, the last thing I said when I said, what are the misconceptions? I said, it's not always sexual in nature. My question to you is with these 10 people that you have found on whatever list that you're looking at, is it sexual or are they just like feeling some bond with this, structure or whatever it is like are they like what the heck is going on like you're saying some people are marrying some of these things i want to know if people are feeling sexually aroused by these things or if they're just like oh i really love this tree and i would like because you know some people like they adopt a highway because they want to help keep it clean or they um you know what i'm saying or they or they go to save the forest because they really care about it and you can develop like a a care or a concern for something like a tree or whatever and you want to protect it but like i want to know what level this is like what what the heck's going on young i'm not gonna be (laughs) looking at my adopted road on google earth to make sure it's all okay just saying well yeah well that's 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 Uh, so you're not okay okay I'm just I trying will, to understand. Yeah, I know. I will I will play your game on this one. All right. So maybe yeah, there is some kind of connection here because this and uh, yeah, this this is just a website, you know. This this is off of the the richest.com. Okay. So I will put list. this link in the show notes as well so everybody can have fun with it. Yeah, just go at it and just sh- just shake your head. I'm not going through this whole list because I'm just like, okay. So this is one of my favorite things, you know, my favorites on this list. So yeah, so, okay, I'll I'll definitely play your game on this one. I'll say, okay, maybe this one is not a sexual thing, some kind of deep connection for some reason. It, maybe she likes the way that the branches come out on the side. I don't know, man. It's just <laughs> okay. That's that's her thing. So all right, so we got this guy right here. Another one. This is this is a this is a good one. All right. So the title of this one says. Edward Smith and Vanilla the Car. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, okay. He's 63, so that's along with the age group. This lady is 64. The, the oak tree lady likes to get that oak. Hey-o. And then 63. So he claims he is a mechophile. Is that on your list of, of pedophiles? Not I, pedophiles. Sorry. Of files. That is one of them. I just don't have it on my little list. I'd have to pull up the big 549 okay. list. All right, I just want to show you he's just making this up for no reason. So that if it's spelled M E C, is that what you're saying? Yeah, M E C H A P H I L E. So that what? that would mean if I'm just guessing, it would have to do with mechanics. Mechanical. Yeah. Right. Unless you live under a rock. Yeah, mecha mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, this guy, okay. So, basically it's a term that describes someone who is sexually sexually, so this one is sexual. All right, mm. sexual Sexually attracted to trains, planes, or automobiles. So over the past 48 years, 48 years, not 48 months, weeks, days, all right? What? He has had over 1,000 sexual partners. Wait for it. What? Wait for it. Okay. But only one of them was actually human. Eh? What? It, 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm going to read this again. Okay. Please so, do, because I... Okay. Over the past 48 years, Smith claims that he has had over 1,000 sexual partners, but only one of them was actually human. Yikes. Yeah? Yikes. Well, he's like getting more booty than I am. But anyway, okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you want that kind of booty, hun. I don't think you do. Uh, well, you know, uh, well, this picture... This so- is just reminding me of, like, those crazy things on um, Rob Deerdick's stuff. Uh, where yeah, what the um, hell is the show called? I know R- ridiculousness. About. Yeah, yeah. When they just show like some guy like getting it in doing with a tailpipe. Crazy. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, this guy must be doing something because the because basically Vanilla the car is a VW Beetle, and you saw how like skinny those tailpipes were. <laughs> Tight like tiger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good old banana in the tailpipe. Heyo. <laughs> so gross oh, God, why it's disgusting. I mean, what is this like what why do we do this podcast this is hilarious i mean this I is mean, crazy that, no but that's the cool thing is that there's so many out there things to talk about and freely talk about on this podcast yeah. which is what makes it so cool yeah it's it's so cool i know we're kind of laughing about it. it's all tongue-in-cheek it's gravy if people have listening and you got some kind of weird thing look don't be embarrassed whatever i just think it's weird just don't well, have, those don't tell people me about on the it. list are clearly very open and proud about their objectophilia well this dude's been putting his dick in tailpipes for a while <laughs> because apparently he's been doing it for a long time so anyway so yeah and so yeah there's a it's a this is a top 10 list i just gave three i'm fine okay the last one i can't go okay so this one kind of goes out of here too because this person is actually young all right so okay. this person uh her name is Aisha Riada Berliner Maur. She is God bless married you. <laughs> to yeah. God bless you. I know I butchered her name. I apologize. She's married to the Berlin Wall. For like legit, married to the wall. Okay. What so the heck? she married this Berlin Wall in 1979. So apparently, over there in Germany. That is allowed. So no, marry that can't things. be right. I feel like that was like a private ceremony where she just literally went up to it and said, I'm yours now. <laughs> like you can't, her last like it's name, a legit, anybody can go change their name. Dude, her last name, the Berliner Mauer, is basically literally means Berlin Wall. Okay, but, but that doesn't mean she's actually married to it. So like your woman who changed her name because of the roller coaster and then this broad changes her name because of the Berlin Wall – that doesn't mean that they actually are married to this object. Like, how can that even be possible? I Anybody don't know. can go down to the freaking wherever you go to change your name, whatever office in your state, and just apply to have a name changed. That's easy. But the actual yeah. becoming legally married to an object? It's just, I, I, dude, I don't what know, the? man. I, yeah, I know. This is crazy. You're right. So like, you can't marry things, but I don't know. This is a different country. So we all know, United States, I don't think you can do that. Fine, whatever. Over here, you can. So currently, she lives in Sweden, and you guys have one thing in common. Um, Who so guys? What guys? You and this lady. Oh lord. So <laughs> what? Quote. <laughs> so what quote, is it? Uh, quote. I find long, slim things with horizontal lines very sexy. Hey. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> So you guys have one thing in common. So, yeah, quote, I find long, slim things with horizontal lines very sexy. But she states that the wall of China is too thick for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, 
Really? What? Yeah, so after the collapse of the Berlin Wall, so unless you live under a rock, the Berlin Wall was collapsed in a, a very long time ago, you know, when uh, we were kids. So she never returned to see her partner, although she does keep replicas of, of it in her house. She's said to have a new affection for a garden fence. I can't. What the heck? I'm logging off. I know it's just close this it's, window. This is it's a, it makes you, your mind go, like, I, I don't know, man. That's yeah. just... Yeah, so so that's my list, and I, I'm over. I'm not going to go over all 10, obviously, for time's sake. But, uh, yeah, uh, so there goes my road down crazy lane. So what do you got? You got a list well, or a couple I, things? I do have a couple things. Or you still um, have questions about my crazy list? I, I, I kind of do. I'm just kind of like, what? Like, there's just – it like, makes me think know. of, like, our very first trailer that we did for this show when it was like – We'll talk about this, talk about that, things that make you go, what the hell? And, like, yeah, that's the way exactly. I feel right now. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, this is one of those. Exactly. This is definitely one this. of those moments. Like, what the? And, of course, I did, I did some research before we recorded this, and I was looking at it. I was like, okay, okay, wow, that's kind of weird. But now that we're actually talking through it, I'm just like, okay, yes, this is, I like, think next saying level. It out loud, saying it out loud is a lot different than reading it to yourself and just being have a little, like, shake in my head moment to yourself. But when you're saying it out loud, it's like. Yeah. I don't know. It makes you feel a whole different way. You're like, mm. right. and now yeah, I'm exactly. just thinking about like people who are either creators or people who are lovers of specific types of like really into one type of art. And I'm like, well, maybe they have some kind of paraphilia with that. Like the people who are into those lines and angles, like maybe they're in true. love with bridges and things too. Like, I don't freaking know. That's wild. I don't, I, yeah. I guess the and, Berlin Wall was kind of thin, but she don't like them too big. Yeah. So, you know. And then that, that are there pe- the people who are have fetishes for the caverns and crevices? I mean, are there people that are trying to marry a cave somewhere or a valley? Like that's that one paraphilia that I read off at the beginning, the uncommon one. I don't know. It's just my I don't know. I'm just I have so many questions right now, and yeah. nobody to answer them. For <laughs> no one can answer. Don't ask me. Let me be like I got somebody nothing. help. I got- <laughs> I got nothing. Just don't ask me. I, I'll just bring you the material. I can't answer any questions. Well, then we'll move into the stuff that I started All rabbit right, holing with, um, which is I don't know why I just said that because now it makes me feel dirty for saying rabbit holing. But uh, yeah, yay! <laughs> shot another shot. <laughs> anyway. I bet our listeners were like, "Okay, where is Seth going to interject the good old?" You know, the good old yeah. in and out with that. <laughs> There's a way to take shots. Like, is he going to say it or not? <laughs> honey, is he, is he going to do it or not? I don't know, honey. Just pour the shots. All right, fine. Line oh, my God. Up. He just said it. I'll rewind. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one that I just wanted to quickly bring up is kind of the same as what you said. It's a type of objectophilia, and it's the plushophilia. Have you heard of this at all? I mean... Of course, you think plush, and I'm not an idiot, so I'm going to think, okay, it's soft. Sure. So I'm going to think that it's like the people that are considered the the, uh, the furries, the animals, the stuff. No, the that's that's the... that's good. See, it's not to be confused with furries or a fursona. So furries, oh, well, furries me. are just kind of like, you know, think like uh, trekkies or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I know there are people that have some weird fetish of dressing up in those types of suits, but overall, the furry community are just people that like to 
go to those conventions and have different fursona instead of persona, a fursona. <laughs> but so the plushophilia, <laughs> the plushophilia is not that. The plushophilia right, is a paraphilia involving stuffed animals. Okay, so I was kind of on the right road, but not exactly. I said plush, thinking animals, yeah. but dressed up. I'm thinking people dressed up as an animal, but that's not right. People like stuffed animals. People who experience plushophilia view stuffed animals in a sexual way. And many plushophiles modify their plushies with a hole or holes reminiscent of those found in sex toys to allow them to sexually interact with the stuffed animals. Uh... Yeah. Plushophiles are sometimes called plushies, although this term plushies can also refer to non-sexual stuffed animal enthusiasts and also to stuffed animals in general. And I think that's more of like a overseas thing because we just always call them stuffed animals. But I think over the pond, they call them plushies. And I kind of feel really bad for <laughs> like having the same term, the same the same names. It just must suck for the, the little wholesome people that are just like stuffed animal lovers or collectors and they look up plushies so, and all this plushophile stuff comes up online. So you're saying that, okay, they have a stuffed animal that has some kind of a hole in it mm -hmm. and then that's what they do. So you're basically trying to say like this is a man thing. No, have, there's a lot. A, like, a lot of the stuff that I looked up, all I really saw was a lot of, I mean, yes, with the holes it would be a man, but I saw a lot of females into it and I think that they're just kind of using friction on things or whatever. I don't know. It's crazy. Oh, I've or, seen that or they're like actually putting on a sex toy on their stuffed animal and using that. But whatever it is, oh, okay. in their mind, they are sexually attracted to these stuffed animals. And a lot mm. of the ones I saw were like big stuffed animals, like not like a little teddy bear they can hold. I mean, I'm sure there are people like that are into that Schwartz too. Like a FAO Schwartz type right? big teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. like Exactly. Like the giant one where they can feel. Like, they can sit in it or be on it or have it on them or whatever. Like, that's kind of – that's that. Freaky so deep that's girls. Little... Out. These girls out here trying to do threesomes with stuffed animals, man. What right? the hell is going on? It's a one? little strange. So that's kind of like yours, the objectophilia, because it is an object. The stuffed animal is a particular object that they are attracted to or in love with or whatever. You have another one? Because this is already going crazy. I do. Oh, God. What it... Lay it on me. Okay. So the, the main one that I – really was just kind of like a oh boy <laughs> oh boy yeah it's like uh. <laughs> okay feederism is the one feederism oh boy feederism is a form of erotic eating or a fetish towards feeding and weight gain it's also just an umbrella term for different kinds of sexual attraction so like FAs, fat admirers, and big, beautiful women, and all that stuff. Bear, chub, supersized, big, beautiful women. Right, exactly. The feederism fetish includes fat fetishes, feeding, weight gain, bloating, inflating and padding, macro and microphilias, squashing, crushing, and sometimes splashing, or the wet and messy fetish with the food. Wet and messy, like... Okay. The wet and messy, Listen. if you're just curious, the splashing thing, which is also known as wet and messy, is a form of sexual fetishism where people become aroused with copious amounts of substance applied to their naked skin, face, or clothing. So with the food stuff, it would be like, just think any like food where they're just okay. getting like covered in it or whatever. So you can see how that would kind of tie into the feederism thing. Okay. I was thinking something else. <laughs> I'm thinking like, okay, you're like having like the crazy sex and you just body in them cheeks and all of a sudden you get that pat, pat. Just, okay, <laughs> never mind. All right. 
get out of here. All I right. mean, the, the, off. <laughs> the splashing thing can go down a really gross, dark area, too. But for right now, we're just sticking into the realm of food. And All right, anyway, thank God, I know body in the cheeks thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's debated if the name of the fetish should be changed from feederism to feedism to include not only the feeder, but also the person being fed. So with this fetish, there has to be two parties involved. Right? Okay. The person who's eating and the person who is eating. feeding. But wait a minute. You just have to. Okay, I understand. Someone that's feeding, another one that's feeding, eating. Feeder and feedy. So the okay. feeder or encourager are the people who are turned on by feeding their partners high calorie foods. They like to be in the caretaker role, they like to have that control and power. Okay. And in extreme feeder relationships, becoming immobile is the ultimate goal for their partner. It's crazy. You see. I know. It's like power over powerless. Like, anyway, I'm going to keep going through this because I have a lot of issues with this. The feedees or the gainers like okay. to be fed until they are uncomfortably full, bloated, gassy, etc. So okay. they feel coddled and worshipped by having their partner who caters to them by feeding them. And the feeders like having the control over the size of their partner's bodies and what they will eat. So elements of like dominance and submission also come into play. And it's been described by a lot of them in that community. And when it comes to a sexual activity, feeding gets incorporated as part of the foreplay. So then so does meal planning shopping and cooking it can all kind of be considered foreplay and then belly rubbing is also a common erotic activity in this crowd and they also Ugh. use methods for weight gain like massive weight gain powders and funneling food funneling like think of beer like bong we, think okay of beer i was gonna bong. say beer bong i know yep. i'm a child but that's what i was thinking but i guess that's exactly right yep that's I'm gonna exactly funnel it. a couple beers i'm gonna mm -hmm. funnel a couple milkshakes a couple like twenty thousand calories in one funnel yeah i mean this Good is night. the men are typically the feeders having a woman feeder is is not as common so it's typically the women gaining weight and the men feeding the women and okay. a lot of them they'll like make videos whatever because they're making copious amounts of money doing this too it's it's absolutely insane mm, mm, mm. so like there was this one documentary and this guy he had been making all these videos of his wife. They were making a lot of money. They got her to the point of being completely immobile. It's, it's crazy because he even said that when she was that big, sex was physically impossible. Like, you can't get to it. Okay, hold on a second. Look, if you're that big, let's just be honest. You can't get to it. It what? You'll be very specific because you when you're that big, it. you got a lot of cracks and crevices. You can't you get can to hit. the vagine. You can't oh, actually you can't having sex, like like sex... Penis, vagina, it's okay, impossible. Okay, thank you. You got to be very specific because trust me. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can they have can... sex. Yeah. Which they mean vaginal sex. Right. Because but she got a mouth. And she's got all the stuff. She got them. She got the back rolls, which they called back breasts. So, you Excuse know. Excuse me, back breasts? What? Yes. I haven't heard that one before. It's, yeah, it's a thing. So you can, look, you can hit. You, you, you can hit that from all kind of angles. So you need to be sure. very specific when you talk about but sex. We, we're talking about just regular, old-fashioned sex. to vagina sex. Exactly. It's physically impossible. Like they toss in sex head. Mm. It, yeah. It's in, it's. That's when he's got to get creative, man. He quit his job to be a full-time caretaker of her. Mm. And he said on this documentary that every night he goes to bed, he tells himself that he's such a good guy. I'm, I'm such a good guy. I'm such a good guy. Because mm. mm. he's taking care of her. 
Lord you know, giving her mercy. like bat, like the the sponge baths and all that. Like I, I don't know, it's wild. But like I said, Taking she the Cheetos out underneath them folds and whatnot. <laughs> it's, it's such crazy. a sweetheart. He even made videos about how to be a full time caretaker. It was all part of their money making thing that they did. So mm. there's a lot of feeders who want to completely be depended upon twenty four seven and make the feedy a prisoner in their own body. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what? All this stuff resonates when you watch those shows on TLC or whatever. Yeah. You know, my six hundred pound life, or there's probably a couple other ones out there. And uh, yeah, that's basically the major controversy over all this is the health and safety aspect. Because I saw plenty of videos, even on YouTube, where former feedies came forward talking about how they felt used and abused, or even afraid. And not all of the relationships are like this, but a lot of them are. And I can see how a narcissistic person could easily manipulate somebody who's just looking to be loved and accepted. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. I, it's, it's crazy. But why would you? I mean, there's so many other things that you can exploit someone over. I mean, you know, why you have to do that? Not every relationship is like that, right? Because there are a lot of the feedy people, the ones that are eating, they're not all victims. Plenty of them out there that are like completely into it and they're doing it on their own free will. And there's plenty of them out there that don't have a partner. And in fact, the ones that are feeding them are the people on the other end of the camera, like their fan base or whatever. And they're getting yeah. a shit ton of money or getting food sent to them or whatever. So, you know, they're making bank. Some of these people are making bank, especially on like OnlyFans. Yeah. It's insane. I haven't been to that site yet. Here's my opinion. I completely understand the correlation between food and sex. You, know, you think fingers, mouths, and lips, and tongues, and all. Like, I, I get it. Ooh. And also, if you think, like, thousands of years ago, overindulgence and gluttony were viewed as, like, status symbols and often led to orgies. You know, think back, like, Roman, Greek, and all that stuff where that kind of thing was you know, like, normal. Uh, and the... Our boy Caligula and all that kind right, of stuff. right. <laughs> So considering how closely food and sex are paired in our culture, it's not surprising to me that this fetish exists. And I'm also, I'll just throw this in here, I'm also all about the body positivity movement and letting people do what they want. Like, I'm not hating on anybody. I'm not saying whatever. But I have to Don't get just... me started on this one because I, yeah, I got my own things, but this, is, this show is not about this. So I'm listening. Well, you're going to get your opinion, too, because I want to hear what you have to say. No, so... I, don't need to, no I don't need to talk about this time. <laughs> <laughs> because then you know what happens when I get on my soapbox. This podcast isn't being two hours long. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is that, like, I'm all about body positivity and all of that. But I think that putting stuff like this on public display is a huge problem because it encourages unhealthy behavior and even potentially toxic relationships. Because, like I said, there's a lot of people who are encouraging their partners to become immobile, which being real, continuing to feed and feed and feed, it's going to lead to death, period. So some of these relationships right. could also be labeled as abusive or even classified as domestic violence. Abuse, and, yeah, exactly. Right. So I, uh, I'm i 100% certain that there are people into this fetish that are truly loving towards each other and trying to like kind of do this the right way, whatever that means. But again, my whole big problem with this is putting it on display for others to be viewed for free. It should not be readily viewable on free platforms like YouTube and Instagram, and it is, and that's really crazy. I got a problem with the mukbang thing, too, but we won't even go there. That's just, ugh. It's all exploitive. I just, 
Yeah, I just found out about that actually, and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy!" Yeah, somebody died off of that. Some yeah. dude died, and that's a thing. There's kids doing mukbang on in, all over the place, and like, there's Instagram accounts with kids doing it, just eating, 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 eating. And then I'm like, "Who's watching this and like enjoying it, and then sending money to these children and to these people? And what parents are letting their kids do this and accepting money for it? Like, I don't, I don't get it. It's just you are the whole officially thing is old, twisted. No, you no, are, no. This is you're this officially is old. You say, "Where are the parents?" Yeah. <laughs> Where are the parents in this whole scenario? But you're right. Look, but you know the thing is, when you come to when you get these countries where like stuff is suppressed and all that, these this is the out doing stuff like that because that's okay to do that kind of stuff. You go to the good old U.S. of A. You know it, this the craziness is so far out there. It's like whatever. But you know, go to other places like with like the mukbang. Isn't that like a Chinese Japanese thing, something like that? I, I think I, it I started know. in Korea. Okay. I think, but everybody's doing it everywhere Some Asian now. country. I don't know which one it is, but yeah, I, I'm not. It's all, all over the place. There's a yeah. ton of like American mukbangers. Mook, sorry, mukbang. That's how you say it. Mukbang. Mukbangers. Oh, but yeah, we're we're kind of getting off topic here because yeah. that's that's a whole other thing. We got to talk about that maybe on our uh, next episode. We can start start talking about that and say what's up with that. I think we should talk about social media for sure, and that'll be part of it. Because, yeah, I don't know, there's 100%. a lot of pros and cons to all that. But anyway, all I'm saying is that, like, I just don't understand this. And I, it's just like a slippery slope between, like, maintaining the health and safety aspect versus it just going into this dark, yeah. very dangerous thing. And that's, again, why I think it should not be available to be viewed for free. Like, if it's a category in a genre or its own little niche in the porn industry, fine. People want to pay for that fine but i feel like it's watching a really slow snuff film personally yeah but you can't censor something like that you can't censor that of course i think that there should be some kind of censorship and we've been censored for years a whole other topic but people make money off of a lot of things and this is one thing that even though it bothers you it probably doesn't bother a lot but it doesn't bother me it bothers me just talking about because i just think like okay but you know what it is a free country and if both people like it, it is what it is. Whether it's abusive or not, it is what it is. I, I, I don't know. Mm. People can do whatever they want, but I think that there's a different platform where it needs to be viewable, not on like Instagram and YouTube where any child or whatever can just get up on there. And I know that, yeah, you can put like an age restriction on certain things, but still any kid could get in there. I, I just, I feel like, I don't know. That's my opinion. Fine. I think that, uh, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, we don't have to agree on this one, but... I think that uh, there's a lot of other stuff out there. And this one, yeah, to me, I think this it's mental. I think that some of it is actually kind of sad. Yeah. But, you know, eventually, like, look at the uh, people that are not trying to make money off it, right? You get a person that is morbidly obese, right? And then the other person is not. And they're acting like this is just very normal. This is what it is. You can't you can't look down on them just because. Oh, I'm not looking down on, yeah, on them. Uh, My well, I know you're not looking down. I'm just saying you can't just say av- you can't do that. <laughs> freely available videos. I'm not looking down on anybody. These people can do whatever they want. And if they're like um, respecting each other and it's all consensual, good. Like I want, I encourage everybody to do whatever. You know, everybody let their freak flag fly. I'm all about it. I just when it gets to a point where it could potentially be doing damage to other people, that's where it's like becomes a territory of eh, not yeah, really okay I, and with I it. can agree with that too. I, I I totally can agree with that. And that's it. All right, so we can kind of meet in the middle on that one. I said we can't agree, but we we can agree with a little bit on that one. All right, so now we have a video that you want me to watch right so give me a little bit of a setup here without telling me because this is like 
we're kind of doing this quote unquote live. All right. So which one do you want me to click on and look at so I can see what's going on? Well, the there's one video called, I'm trying to find it now, 660 pounds, white girl feederism and squashing. Now, this one, I do mm. not expect you to watch it all right now because it's a 10 minute video, but this is some mm. couple from Illinois and the guy, I guess, is a rapper and he took this opportunity to lip sync all of his rap songs that he wrote about being a feeder <laughs> and did home videos of him and his girl. And so everything you hear and like the music aspect is all like him talking about all of their experiences. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty interesting thing. Um, I'm sold. So I'm <laughs> clicking on this right now. I'm going to put these in the show notes as well. At least the. I'm definitely going to put the uh, I'm sold. feederism okay. squashing 10-minute video in there so everybody can listen to this guy rap. This shit going to probably give me a damn virus on the computer. It's not just a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> can we click it on a second? It's like all these pop-ups. Okay, I'm going to click this one. I'm not at work, so we're going to see what this looks like. <laughs> okay, so I have a warning. It says this video may be inappropriate for some users. Thank you, YouTube. And I had to click. I understand and wish to proceed. That's new. I'm, I'm already nervous here. I, this That's is new. Like, I didn't get any of those things. <laughs> it was just like, here, in your face. <laughs> so, Take that. So, so that means you must have some kind of a secret squirrel, like, account. <laughs> YouTube nasty. No. All right. So, all right. I'm understanding and I wish to proceed. Not really, but I she's making me. wish to proceed. <laughs> That's what I'm reading, word for word. Maybe my computer actually knows better for me than this That's crazy. Good. Like that, that makes me nervous about my software. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to click, I understand, and wish to proceed. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And I'm clicking. Okay. And it's coming up. Oh, good night. Oh, boy. What is she doing? <laughs> I really wish people could see Seth's face. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I mean, dude. Okay, we got some music playing. All right, the big girl. Then she's showing her panties and then got a medium-sized yeah, talk us through what you're watching. <laughs> Spanish guy right here. And it's going like the cut scene. So this is actually a legit video. Okay, so now she – I think her panties were off, but you couldn't tell what was going on. Yeah, yeah who knows? <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, it's got, it's got a nice little beat. Okay, now he's lying down, and then, okay, so now he's about to, he's lying, okay, so he's now lying down on the ottoman, and now she's bending over and doing some things. Okay, so now she's sitting on him, and she's looking at her phone now. Yep, that's the crushing and squashing. Yeah, so he's like rapping over this beat. That he's into, he he raps about that, he's like, I love it when you crush me, and all, and he talks yeah. about all sorts of oh, stuff. Oh, God, like now she's bouncing the... on him on the, on the ottoman, and then while she's sitting on him, he's like waving his feet like back and forth, like, ooh like a giddy school child <laughs> this is crazy like what is this girl yo mm-hmm. it gets she's drinking better. budweiser too now now she's putting um the budweiser beer in between her cleavage seen that before been there i mean okay so <laughs> and you know what's really crazy for folks are okay now she's bonging milk yep Chocolate milk. Oh my god. Chocolate milk at at that too. Funneling. Okay, so folks that are listening to this, well not not listening to it, but listening to us this podcast right now. Okay, so folks that understand like old school hip hop, the guy that's rapping 
he looks like a Spanish guy, right? And this girl is a big white lady sitting in this crazy wheelchair, probably for her to get around to the store. All right, but she can stand up. Anyway, this guy is actually rapping like the main rapper from The Lost Boys. Oh, yeah. That's a good comparison. So, you know, so he sounds just like that. The girl love is the law that we live by. So that That's guy. True. yeah. He's, he was rapping. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this The Lost Boys? <laughs> the Lost Boys, the, they need work. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's talking about how it's hot to have his woman, you know, in the wheelchair with the funnel and the chocolate milk. Oh, my God. This is terrible. So how is this 10 minutes? Okay, I'm pressing stop right now. Th- yeah, you don't have to watch the thing. There's literally like maybe four different songs of his that he's oh, rapping okay, and lip syncing okay. to. So it's not just the one song. There's different ones throughout that he continues to lip sync to while they do different <laughs> things. And the whole thing ends with her like being gagged and like spanked and all this other stuff. It's like insane. <laughs> it's I'm How definitely. How can you watch the whole thing? I didn't you watch the whole thing. I, fa- I did not watch the whole thing. I fast-forwarded. I sped up the little air. I couldn't sit and watch the whole thing. But I was listening to some of the lyrics, and I was just, like, shaking my head, like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. But then, then I did get to the very end where it's close-ups of her face with a fucking ball gag in her mouth, and she doesn't look very happy, if I'm being honest. But, I mean, I guess she is. Legit sounds like the Lost Boys. Yeah. Eating everything. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, the law is the law that we live by. <laughs> <laughs> oh my land okay so i'm not clicking anymore your yeah, sketchy no. links you but know i will I'll, I'll include it and i'll put a little disclaimer on the show notes or whatever but you know we always have a disclaimer anyway for all of our shows it has to be um it's a 18 and over so yeah it's an 18 and over show because you know you I'm, know I'm drinking scotch say. yeah you're uh drinking your uh Bum wine. I'm drinking I'm my not. scotch. I'm, I'm drinking the, the carbonated water. <laughs> okay, carbonated water. Exciting. Okay, vodka tonic, whatever. <laughs> I'm drinking my scotch over here. Yeah, this is definitely, you know, we got to have a little disclaimer, you know what I'm saying? Now, look, this next thing we're going to do, we're going to have a legit disclaimer because oh, yeah. we're going to have another edition of Confession Corner. Yes. So we're going to do a little disclaimer on this one only because, you know, this one's going to get a little weird. <laughs> so before we get into this, it's going to be a disclaimer. So here we go. Confession Corner contains real life confessions from real people. These are not paid actors. All confessions are read word for word the best we can. Opinions from the hosts of the Hair Candy Podcast regarding the confessions are straight up and we don't give a damn about your feelings if you don't like what we think. Side effects from Confession Corner may include happiness, irritability, butt hurtness, laughter, stomach cramps, guffaws, sadness, confusion, and occasional bubble guts. Consult your psychiatrist to see if Confession Corner is good for you. Confession Corner is a subsidiary of Air Candy Podcast. Holla at your boy. There's the disclaimer. Hope you enjoyed it. All right. Now that we got all that taken care of. We're officially into another segment of Confession Corner. This is our second one. Okay. So now it's Confession Corner. I already gave one confession. That's fine. You know, we have Did to a, a little bit of give. Well, I confess to myself. I confess to a lot of other people, too. That's kind of what I do. You know, so I'm going to do one. This This is my fetish. This is my confession. All right. Are you guys ready for Oh, this you're one? saying that you've already told some people about this particular yes, yes, thing. Yes. I got you now. I was like, what is he talking about? Got it. No, so- no, 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 no. All right. So my my confession is this. Um, I have one of the fetishes that we talked about <laughs> earlier. <laughs> okay. It's podophilia. Yes. That's it. I said it. You do have that. So it's feet. 
(laughs) (laughs) So if you're just tuning in, podophilia is when you have uh, an attraction to feet. So I do have that thing. Now, I'm kind of a weirdo when it comes to this because when it comes to feet, I like looking at feet and, you know, I like them in heels and with the shoes on and things like that and blah, blah, blah. But one thing I don't like, I can't stand the thought of having like sucking on toes or having feet in my face and <laughs> and so I'm kind of a weirdo so I guess I'm really not all that crazy because I don't have I have kind of potophilia <laughs> <laughs> I just made that one I have kind of potophilia <laughs> it's a whole one word that's all yeah I'm diagnosed with kind of potophilia yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of like feet I'm like and I'm kind of like whatever yeah, I don't know. I kind of like the feet, man. I like looking at them, like rubbing on them. It's all good, you know. I like doing that. I'm not gonna put them in my mouth, you know. But I like them in the if you got a nice outfit, got some nice heels on, you know. And honestly, for real, for real, so my girl right now, she has cute feet. I love them, you know. That is fine. But if I was single and I ended up meeting a girl that I was like, all right, she's cute, man, really cute in the face, you know, she's got a nice butt, blah, 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 really cool personality, she likes doing this, that, and the third, yeah, yeah, she likes craft beers, blah, 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 and then I go down to the feet, and then them Jones are, like, throwing up gang signs, I'm out. Hamato. <laughs> stop. Hamatoes. <laughs> and that's when Seth goes, stop, run away. <laughs> so, look. That's a deal breaker. I'll tell you what, if if my girl had everything that she has right now, but her feet were throwing up gang signs, <laughs> still be single. <laughs> okay, so it's a deal breaker. Got it. Got 100%, it. I do have a couple like, questions for you, if that's okay. Fine. Do you... Now I'm, I'm out there. Okay, so are you someone who likes your feet also played with? Like, do you, are you into your feet being involved, or are you just into other people's feet? Actually, No. I mean, I'm not against someone rubbing my feet because it's just like whatever. It's nice to do, but it's not moving your loins. No, no it does not move my loins. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't move Seth's loins. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I don't even ask for foot rubs. I'm just like whatever. So if my girl wants to rub my feet just because I'm my feet are laid up on the couch, whatever she wants to rub, fine, go right ahead. But you know, if it didn't happen, I wouldn't lose any sleep. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, I, yeah, it doesn't really bother. And I don't want no one sucking on my feet or my toes. I, look, I got nice feet. I have nice feet. You know, look, I'm not, I don't got no <laughs> trout catchers, man. But, you know. Oh, Lord. So, yes, do I like feet? Do I like, like this, that, and the third? Yeah, that's fine. But I'm not super weird with it. You know, I'm not sucking on no toes and doing all this craziness. So, yeah, well, so that, that's, that's my kind of good. That was going to be my question, the other question, which is, with all these fetishes, with all the definitions that we read, the one theme is that it needs to be included in order to be aroused or to reach gratification. Is that true for you or not? It's not. So it's kind. It's the. It goes back to the kind of potophilia. Yeah, it's kind. It's kind of potophilia. <laughs> Got it. All right. So that I kind of have my questions. Co- that answers my questions. All right. All right. Cool. So yeah, I have. I don't have the exact. I don't have potophilia. I have its little brother, which is kind of potophilia. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah. So there there goes my confession. You know, if you guys have any comments, questions, whatever, you know, you can always hit us up in the uh, the DMs or drop us an email. So now that I'm done, I don't confess. I don't embarrass myself on the uh, show here. 
what about you? You got any fetishes? And you better not lie to me. So, okay, I have thought long and hard about this, and I will say that I believe that in the past I had a fetish, but right now I'm I'm not comfortable saying it. <laughs> oh, here we go. No, 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 no. This is confession corner. None of this. I don't feel comfortable now. Look, I didn't say that I like feet to the whole world. You already knew that. It's all right. I like feet. It's okay. This whole okay. show we were talking about not say, judging people and fine. all this kind of stuff. And as soon as the, the spotlight's on you, you talk about, eh. <laughs> oh, is that what I talk about? <laughs> <laughs> not those exact right. words. <laughs> so then I will say this. In the past, I think I had a form of aquaphilia. So now you have like kind of aquaphilia. <laughs> yeah. We'll say that too. Yeah, kind of. But it's not like, oh, I go to the ocean and I'm like, oh. Like, it's not, no, it's not like that at all. It's just, I do find something attractive about, um, I don't know. I don't even know how to, like, describe it. Oh, I'll help you. Go ahead. So... <laughs> Please, what? So, just in case, people that might have fast forward past all the stuff that, that uh, we were talking about. So, aquaphilia is the people that get sexually aroused by water. So, now, fast forward to where you just tuned in to us talking about and confessing in Confession Corner. All right? If you fast forward it past a disclaimer, you can always rewind if you get triggered. So, rewind to our <laughs> disclaimer. So, now we're here. So, now Colleen was trying to be coy and said, okay, I confessed that uh, she kind of used to be liking uh had a uh, kind of aquaphilia uh, yeah she was kind of <laughs> aquaphilia all right so explain to us so did you like did you like when the when you oh, jumped God. in the water did you like it when it touched your buttocks did you i liked all i'm gonna say is i liked solo solo shower time or bath time we'll just say that okay that's all, all i'm right. gonna say all right and that's hey look you know what the first step is admitting so okay so then you should believe with... i'm even talking about this it's crazy <laughs> but so for... you're like solo bath time okay <laughs> so yeah we're not talking <laughs> moving on <laughs> <laughs> too late you already done you know open the door i don't walk through it okay so you kind of like solo bath time okay so that's your confession and you know what that is all right i'm not gonna judge you I think there's probably plenty of us out here that are around our age group that can probably go back, or maybe younger than us, or maybe older than us, and said, you know what, solo bath time really was actually kind of a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Now I don't feel as bad. <laughs> so I guarantee that there's probably some other folks out there that probably like feet just like I do. Like, you know what, Seth? Yeah, man, I know, man. Sometimes I like to make a really nice dick sandwich out of them feet, bro. <laughs> Fine. It's okay. You're not by yourself, bro. <laughs> So some people are like, yeah, you know what, solo solo shower time, solo bath time, it's yeah. not a fun. Then I turn off the water and then I just, okay, I, I go to bed and I go to sleep real nice. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. You know, I get underneath the nice sheets and it's all right. So <laughs> so I will also say that just for funsies, I went online and took a handful of different random quizzes. Like, what's your fetish? You know, obviously I don't think any of them are like, they're not legit, but just for funsies. And the result of the first one was partialism. So it was a fetish for a particular part of the body. The second okay. one said food. The third one says I would be stimulated by someone's intelligence. The fourth one said public sex. And the last one said music. I'm into all that. Yeah, I could probably say, yeah. Look, the public sex thing, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of kinky. 
going back. Not that's a little kink. I don't think that's a fetish or anything like that. But well, there you know, are people not, that have that fetish where they cannot they get want aroused to do or it, get yeah. off unless they're doing it in public. Like yeah. with that ele- that uh, element of being discovered. That's what's exciting to them. So that's when it goes from the kink to the fetish and to right. the whatever. All right. To the possibly and, you problematic because you're getting arrested for indecent exposure. Yep. Exactly. Problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless that penis is so small, you're really not offending anybody. Microphilia. Those are the people <laughs> that are like, yes, micropenis. Yes. <laughs> yes, do it. Don't arrest that man. None of us are amused by this. Fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even offended. Look at that thing. You call that a penis? <laughs> Anyway. And I will also admit, since we're in Confession Corner, that if I had to choose another fetish to explore... Oh, boy. Here we go. It would Room pro- sticks. It would be... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right up the ass. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No. But you, you probably will not like... I don't know. Okay. I'm just going to say it. The splashing with food. I feel like it would be fun to just be, like, covered in in food. <laughs> Not because I want to eat it, but because, okay, I watched some videos, and I was just like, okay. And I, it looked like, I don't know, enjoyable kind of enough. If I had to pick one to explore, it would be okay. that. Because also there's an element of the whole dominant person and the submissive person. That all piques my curiosity, like, a lot. And I think wow. that whole dominance okay. piece stuff, it comes from the fact that my whole life has been pretty chaotic and it would be nice to have some, feel like I have some control. So as a dominant, clearly you're the one in control. But uh, yeah, I did watch a fun video with two women doing splashing. Like one was the dominant and one was getting splashed or whatever. And it was just like... With water, food, with cream, syrup? With, it was all food. It was like honey and... um whipped cream and peanut butter and like just random stuff and like they'd put it on their skin and it would just be all these different textures and getting stuff spilt over their head like it was just and they're blindfolded so you got to imagine like the sensation of like hot cold different textures it might all just feel interesting and oh so they were like pouring soda and like bubbles and stuff like all down them like i, I don't know it seems like that could be fun i don't think it'd be a fetish i think that it would be something that You're i would like, say just i'll try it once i'll on. get into this ginormous tub where you pour shit on me I guess. Yeah. Hey, look, you get sometimes you gotta just raise that freak flag and be like, you know, you gotta see who else gonna come up and start sailing that ship. You know what I'm saying? Seems like a, a, a waste of money, but I mean, like, you know, hey, look, it's a look, lot of It's food not a waste money. of money if you want to have a good time. It's whatever, you know. I say for me, <laughs> like, go in there and put a little. You know, you might. It's not. You know what? I'm not gonna laugh at you. It is what it is because you know what? When you get when you get crazy with the food and all that, I've always said that just being funny. Like, you know, especially when like food is so good, and then like you're uh, you're uh, with your significant other, it's like, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this all over your body, <laughs> your body. <laughs> I've said that so many times, just being like an idiot. Right, right. So imagine just kind of because you're wet and you're kind of like yeah. you're kind of wet and slippery, and then you kind of right. get like you know, all right, bam, then you throw like the who knows the chocolate. I mean, that's what people get crazy with when it comes right. to like Valentine's Day. You know. You, you, you probably can't find chocolate or strawberry on any shelves in any <laughs> grocery know. store. So I let's know. not even play games here. You know what I'm saying? That's let's just true. let's just let's just be for real for real with this and just like, okay, people get crazy, you know, got the oysters as an aphrodisiac. You got the strawberries and, and the chocolate. You put them on each other's body. You got the hot wax and got the hot lotions and all that kind of stuff. So you know what? You're not crazy. I mean, I'm not gonna throw a Big Mac in your face or nothing like that, but I'm just saying. It's like <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it's called getting pied. 
like a, with a pie where they like they kidding, throw and pies to... and shit in people's faces when it's just the food <laughs> stuff like because there are some nasty people out there that do this with like other things that i don't even want to talk about because that's just disgusting the food thing fine great and the video that i watched was not sexual in nature at all it was just it was two women one was the dom one was the sub and but it just looked it looked interesting like if i had to choose one to explore it might be that for me it would not be sexual at all but the woman who was getting all the food put on her she did go into subspace which she talked about afterwards she was just like oh that was so great <sighs> subspace is that it's like a blissed out headspace that you go into as a submissive person in one of those role-playing things oh i am too young for this i am too young for this. <laughs> too young but okay well well that was a nice confession. Thank you very much. I'm glad you finally <sighs> yeah. came out of your shell. Do you feel better? You got that off of your chesticles? No, I don't. <laughs> I feel <laughs> concerned. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because <laughs> I do. I just feel concerned. Look, we are vulnerable. It is okay. We can't ask for confessions if we can't confess. So it is what it is. You, you said that. it. It's out there in the um, things. And look, if anybody wants to... Send us any mailing. Please mail us at P.O. Box. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> mail us some pies. <laughs> so chop in some syrup. Syrup. <laughs> All right, cool. So now uh, I think we should probably get into some of like listener um, submitted stuff. I think we should do that because I think people are probably waiting to see, okay, who else is doing this kind of stuff? It can't just be me and you confessing to each other. We got to yeah. have some stuff with other people. So we have... One of our listeners, all right, her name is Angela. Uh, she's actually a friend of ours. We actually know this person. So she said it was okay for us to mention her name in this one. This is a nice say tame one. Say my name, say my name. <laughs> it is all right. So just like we said, just a little a reminder, if you want to send something in, we'll definitely ask you. Or you can say in the beginning of your submission if we can say your name or not. It doesn't matter. And just tell us whatever your uh, preference is. So Angela, I'm not going to say her last name, but to say Angela submitted. So I'm going to read this word for word, and uh, this one's actually pretty cute. So here we go. <laughs> so it goes. So my confession is I am the absolute worst tooth fairy in the history of tooth fairies. <laughs> Every time her child loses a tooth and carefully places it under their pillow, I forget to swap it with some money, and they wake up the next morning disappointed. I say he or she <laughs> must be busy, or we have the worst tooth fairy ever. <laughs> Try again tonight, and hopefully he or she will come. I usually remember the second night. At this point, it would be weird for our tooth fairy to come the first night anyway, so maybe I should make it a habit. There's also a bunch of opinions about how much a tooth is worth. I got changed for my teeth, so I figure a dollar bill is plenty. I hear about other kids getting fives and tens, but F that. <laughs> they, need, they need to be doing some manual labor for that kind of dough. <laughs> Anyway, thank God Santa has his shit together. <laughs> so thank you, Angela. Really appreciate it. Love you, girl. Yes, thank uh, that's you. actually Love really you. cute. It's awesome. You're a terrible tooth fairy. So get it together. <laughs> Your kid only have a few. Your kids only have a few baby teeth. So come on, tooth fairy, get your shit together and just give the kid. Just, th just throw your kids a five, just mm. because. I say stick to your guns, Angie, and and make them do that manual labor. You might be a terrible tooth fairy, but you're an amazing mom. She I. <laughs> love you girl thank you so now i'm just gonna give another quick 
confession of my own since we're kind of going down the little tamer route here. I will confess another odd quirk of mine, which is that I turn the shower off with my foot every time. <laughs> and you have to visualize this in your head because where the, whatchamacallit, the handle is or whatever, the, yeah. what do you call it? <laughs> the shower handle? Yeah, okay. That. <laughs> So there's a special name. Duh. Where that is, it's up to my chest. It's not like down on the ground where you're just like, oh, quick. So I turn it off with my foot every time. That's what I'm confessing. You are weird. I know. So you got to do like some kind of long one-legged, like turn the shower uh-huh. thing off balance. with the foot. Like balance. Butterball naked balancing <laughs> act on a wet, slippery surface, making sure I don't fall and bust my ass. And I'm, Just to I'm turn like, the shower yep, off. With my foot. But you turn it on with your hand. So why do you turn it off with because your I'm, foot? Because I feel like I'm clean after. <laughs> I don't want to touch it with my hands. <laughs> like you're weird? A- yeah, it's really weird because you know what? You are a woman. Last time I checked, you had a vagina. So what? typically guys do this and they pee standing up and they just they use their foot to do the to flush the toilet. Sorry, I lost the words. I'm thinking like, <laughs> yeah, oh, so, so why you the hell flush would you do the toilet that? with your foot? See, yeah, it's so the men same they pee on it and then they no because I don't I don't touch the handle of the thing once to turn it on to flush it once before I go pee and then flush it with my foot well, yeah because you're not it's not a double thing there's only one flush involved when you use the restroom when you're taking a shower there's two times that you're touching the thing but if there's already but if i go on let's say i'm talking about a public bathroom right if i go to a public bathroom there's something <laughs> floating in there sometimes i flush it with my foot first okay but see this this you're not you cannot even this compare a public toilet experience to me turning the shower off after I take a shower, these things you're just not even in the same realm, Seth. I know you're like really grasping here. It's I'm trying to compare same. apples to apples, man. It's no, not working. That is not apples and apples. That's apples and freaking like I don't even know dragon fruit. It's completely different. <laughs> okay, so now you know how you nasty. This is why you nasty. You nasty yeah. because if you think that's a old cleanliness thing, that means you probably don't wash your feet. I do wash my feet, but it's just that the feet tend to get more dirty right away even though i'm always like wearing stuff like i'm I'm not work, walking around barefoot <laughs> i love confession corner this is great y'all this is crazy i've known colleen for over 20 years and you know like, she never said anything about this thing and like just to kind of re revert when i said last time i checked it doesn't mean i actually physically checked to see if she was a man or a woman or i seen anything i'm just saying that's just a figure of speech <laughs> Because I said, last time I checked, you had a vagina. And I was like, what's that have to do with anything? Like, that was like completely did not even apply to this. I'm just confused because I'm just thinking like, okay. So I'm trying to compare like that whole thing with the foot to like men Now, now if I was in a shower that had the knobs, like the dual knobs or the ones that you cannot like just hit on and off, then I would have to use my hands because I couldn't do it with one foot. Okay, so you're not totally crazy. You're just kind of crazy sometimes. Okay, well, no, because if, right. if I was that crazy, then I'd have to have somebody else turn on the water and on and off for me. Like if I was that obsessed or crazy about it, <laughs> I ain't touching that. <laughs> I ain't touching that nasty ass shower handle. <laughs> and it's not even. I like I, I clean it. I clean all the like I clean everything. It's just this weird little thing that I do. I don't know why. And again, again, it's level with my chest. It's not like down on the ground, like lower, where I can just. Like, yeah, like my, you're doing like high kicks. Up. Right, I am. I'm doing a completely high kick, balancing on the one leg, butterball. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I know, it's really funny. 
<laughs> and turning it off. Boom. Well, you know what's funny? Like when, you know, I actually do that sometimes too. <laughs> Not like doing like high kicks. But you, if you ever go to like, I don't know, a hotel or someone's house or even your own house. Sometimes when you have the... um. When you have the uh, tub faucet, right? Yeah, the stop that has a little thing that mm-hmm. you just pull up or yep. whatever and it turns the thing on. You stick so your toes in it and go. You go boop and yep. you hit that with um, your foot. I think everybody kind of does that. Everybody, yeah. but a lot of people do that just because you don't want to bend over if you don't have to, especially whatever. So you can hit that, <laughs> but you're like doing these like crazy like rockets, like the high <laughs> kicks. And just kick I do. I, I do make a conscientious effort to alternate legs. So I'm not using just the one leg every time, not just the right leg. So I'll make sure I alternate the right How leg. How many showers do you take? Are you going to over? I'm saying gonna, like, like last, overwork night, one last night I used the right leg. Tonight I'll use the left leg. So I'm getting the same amount of. <laughs> Folks, I'm shaking my head in disdain. You guys can't see this. I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, this is, this is. This is hilarious. Well, this is you a know, safe that's, space. It is, a, it is our safe space. This is our confession corner safe space. So, Colleen, thank you for that. You're and welcome. You know, now I'm you, glad you'll have more things to clown me with until we, we are in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cl- I clown you probably every other show that yeah. we do. <laughs> you clown me every time we speak. <laughs> Let's just be real. <laughs> Via text. doesn't matter. Like- every time there's some clowning involved. It's only because I love you. And I that, know, that's babe. what friends do to each other. We just call each other for no reason. <laughs> just like, it's almost like you know, you know, you get, you know, you have good friends, but they clown you to death. Like you uh, graduate and you get your doctorate or something. It's like, oh man, congratulations, man, you dumb motherfucker, hey, man. I thought yeah. I thought you were an idiot. Oh man, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you found your way to the school. Yeah, man. How the hell did you even get here, man? Boy, oh man, look <laughs> at you. You all smart now, man. I remember. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So cool. So I guess it's my turn, right? So yep. here goes the story. And I'm going to kind of paint the picture here. 2009. So now it's 2021. So 2009, my friend Sandra had a New Year's Eve party at her house. All right. Just up in Baltimore. Packed house. My friend Sandra, she actually, at this time, she had cats. Cats were kind of scared, didn't want to be around people. But sometimes you can get the cats to come out if you shake these treats. So we're having a good time, and then we're all drinking. On the table, there was a nice spread with, like, dips and and all these other things. Like, you know, just, like, finger foods and stuff. Meatballs and blah, 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 blah. So the, there was just cat treats, and they were in a bag. But during New Year's Eve, they had other, like, candies that were in a bag and things like that. They were just, just sitting on, on the table. So after the ball drops, everybody's drinking, obviously. Everybody's drunk. So I'm, I'm just sitting there, and mind my own business. This guy, his name is Joe. He was, just like all of us, was kind of drunk. And he was, I'm just watching him, just sitting, and he's walking across, and he's going to the t- going to the um, food table. So he started eating some, some random food, right? And so then he looks at the bag, and it's cat treats, right? So he's looking, and the bag was kind of indescript. It didn't really say that this was Frisky's cat food on it, right? So I'm watching him, and so I'm seeing him look at the bag, and then he just looks at it and he says, huh. And then he just goes inside and he puts his hand inside the bag. And then he takes a cat treat <laughs> and he eats a cat treat. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm watching him do this. I didn't stop him. And I feel terrible now. But this is so freaking funny because I don't think anybody knows this story. And it, all my friends that are listening to this that were at this party in 2009, you're probably dying right now. He eats the cat treat. 
And so he starts chewing it, and then all of a sudden his face goes from like, oh, yeah, to like, what the fuck is so like this? A, <laughs> he's like, oh, he starts looking left and right. He puts the bag down. <laughs> he's like, whoever brought this to the party needs exactly. to leave. He's like, this is the terrible tree. Yeah. So he eats the so cat treat, and he was like, ugh, this is terrible. And he just keeps on going. Oh, man. And I didn't stop him. I had plenty of opportunity to say, hey, man, you know, you know, it's cat treats, right? You probably shouldn't be eating that. <laughs> so, uh, and that's what I know. No, I know. I'm shaking my head. Seth, you're a terrible person. <laughs> I know, a terrible person. So I said, that is my confession. Joe, if you're listening, I'm not going to say your last name, but Joe, if you're listening, you ate the cat treat. I saw you. You were not by yourself. I saw your ass do it, and I died laughing. And, and I you better apologize him. to this Joe. I am not going to apologize. It's <laughs> no. too, that was 2009. That was a long time ago. I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> it just is what it is. It's, it, was, it was funny. It happened. He didn't die. It's just a cat treat. <laughs> it's not the M&Ms that were like probably four inches to the right. You should have gone to the, <laughs> go, go to the M&Ms, baby. <laughs> oh, man. So, Sandra, oh. I know I just saw her today. It's funny. We celebrated my birthday again. We had a couple of beers. I asked her what date that the um, party was. She was like, why? And so I said I was going to say a confession, but I would not tell her. So now, if she listens in, that's a confession that happened in your house. And uh, Joe ate the cat treat, and I did not stop him. Watch it all play out instead of warning this person that they're eating pet food. <laughs> yep. That's what oh, I did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right. So it's off Thank my chest. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> it's, it's off, off your my chest. chest. You've gotten this secret out. There you go. Now we can move Ooh. forward feeling a little lighter. All right. I'm feeling a little lighter. So that's great. It's a nice, funny one. You know, so yeah. that's all really good. So uh, we actually have another one. Oh, yeah. We do have one more listener submitted confession. Yeah. We have one more listener confession. So we've been you know, soliciting people's submissions, things like that. Colleen and I have shared these things. So listeners have been hearing this and it's actually pretty awesome. Safe space. Great. Angela, thank you for this one. This is actually our first anonymous email. This is from somebody Mm -hmm. that we actually do not know. I mean, we might, but we we don't know. Like it's not someone that there was no recognizable name. It did not come through social media. So it wasn't linked to an account. It was an email and we don't we don't know who it is so yeah we don't know so it could be somebody that actually knows and just wants to just keep the name of somebody that we might know they're just giving like a burner email and it is what it is and and that's fine so like we said before you know we're going to read these things word for word and if you don't want your stuff uh you want your name put out there we're not going to do it we're not going to embarrass people like that we want this to be a safe space and it's a funny show tongue-in-cheek and you have to just be ready for the good, bad, and the ugly, because this is an opinion <laughs> podcast. And so we're going to say our opinions. It is what it is. So um, we got this one. And this person, they would like to be called LZ. All right. So here goes the email. And I'm going to read this from begin to end. All right. Here we go. I like y'all show. I want to re- remain anonymous, but you can call me LZ. For now, I'll share two things. I might send some more stuff at a later time. First off, a while back, I had a two-year affair with one of my best friend's wives. At the time, I was also in a long-term relationship living with my girlfriend. Many times, me and my girlfriend would visit at my buddy's house, and me and his wife would sneak off right under everyone's noses. Whenever my girlfriend would leave town to visit her family, I would have Mrs. X come over, and I'd fuck her in my girlfriend's bed. I also lied frequently and would say that I was leaving town to be with my family 
when I was really going to be with Mrs. X. Sometimes we would get a hotel. We made plans to be together, and I convinced her to leave her husband and told her I'd be a better father to their kids. But at the end of it all, I left both of them bitches high and dry. The whole thing made me feel very powerful because I was able to get away with it, and people still don't know the truth to this day. Another thing, I didn't want to marry my current wife. It was a setup. Her coochie smelled like a dirty fish tank. Thanks. Can't. Okay. I can't. <laughs> Were you... Okay. So. <laughs> That's a foghorn noise. Yeah. So, LZ, thank you for your submission. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. It's actually yeah, very good. Cause uh, thank we, you. Yes. It's our first anonymous one. You were the first one in. So, hey, guys, you heard it first. It's our first anonymous one. This one is a doozy. It's a doozy. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know. I, have no, I don't have another name, another adjective to describe it other than it's a It's a humdinger. It's a humdinger. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. So let's talk about this. All okay, right. What are your let's... thoughts? My thoughts are that you a lot first. of it hits really close to home for me because I've been that person on the other end, the one getting played around on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, none of us are perfect. I'm sure we've all done things we we regret or whatever, but um, I don't know. This one really hits, hits home because I, I feel like, I don't know, it's like if you're going to do that kind of stuff, it's, that's one thing, but to do it in your significant others bed like in their private safe place where they sleep and where they you know whatever like that's like really crossing a line and and that's happened to me before too if i'm being honest like i've had that happen to me i've had it where like i had come back and found things there was i mean i'll just say it there was blood in places from yeah it's disgusting blood on my toilet seats blood on my bed and like it's like it's like all this stuff happened and they didn't even care enough to to clean clean up up after themselves yeah so i don't know it's like i don't know this kind of like i hate to use the word but it definitely triggered me this this anonymous (laughs) one definitely triggered me in some ways i was just kind of like oof eef ah but you know like I said, we've all done things that we may not be proud of. I know I haven't been a perfect person in all of my relationships, and I've definitely crossed the line in t- at times. But just don't do it in your person's bed if you're going to do it. Or even better, like break up with the person before you do it. That's that's well, what I gotta say. Well, in this person's in this person's defense, they said this person said that they got a hotel sometimes, so that kind of makes it a little better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> There's the. There's the uh, silver lining, I guess, but yeah, but still, like, okay. okay, they all there were kids involved too. I don't know, that's a lot. So my opinion on this is like, okay, you know what? First of all, I do appreciate the email. This is a safe Me too. space. I definitely you know? appreciate it. Thank you for yeah. sending in yeah, and, I, and being totally open to that. send that in because that's that's a big it's one. It's kind of deep. It's, right. it's kind of deep. It's kind of deep. And uh, you know what? There's a lot of things going on in this story. So yeah. I, I wish I, I knew think, more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but let's talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> Which is? Last sentence. Oh, yeah. Her coochie smelled like a dirty fish tank. <laughs> yeah. That's the new wife, yes? This is his current wife or her, whatever. This right. is this person's current wife. Yeah, that's right. We don't know if it's a male or a female yeah. sending this. Yeah, thing. we don't know because I'm getting, I'm getting signs it's a, a male. I'm also getting signs that it could be a female and, like, yeah, you know, knows? the – the uh, name on, on the email, which I'm not going to repeat, just kind of makes me think like, okay, I'm not sure exactly. Basically, we're just saying it could go either way, so we're not yeah. 100% sure, which is 
great because this is completely anonymous. So yeah, exactly. I, and, and you know what? I think it's kind of cruddy too. I mean, you know what? This is kind of a cruddy thing to do um, when there's Thank feelings you. involved and things like that. But you know, we don't know the whole story. I mean, yeah, this this couple of paragraphs of what is going on, and this person was doing this, that, and the third. And they feel empowered because they actually did that and got away with it. You know, that's great. But, you know, if you're on the receiving end of it, it's sometimes it's, it's not that great of a feeling. And, right. uh, exactly. you know, and just like you said, you know, we we all have dirt on our hands. It, it totally. is what it is. We all have done things that we are not proud of. So, you know what? The heart wants what the heart wants. It is what it is. So if this person decides, like, you know, I'm going to mess with, with this person and, and they did that and... and just like this person said, all right, well, at at the end of the day, I just love both of them. Fuck it, you know? And- it's just, but think of all the people involved in that story, though. It's his best friend's wife. They yeah. have and, and they have kids. I don't know. It just seems like – and he's in a relationship, too. Like, it's, there's a lot yeah. – there's a lot of moving parts – in this. <laughs> like, this is some straight up Jerry Springer. Oh, yeah. Like, craziness going on here. And so, this is actually what we were, you know what's funny? We've, we've been, like, soliciting this and asking for all these stories and all that kind of stuff. But this one comes in, it's like, wow, okay. Yeah. Y'all just, like, y'all just went right off in this one. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, at this one time, I, you know, I cheated on this test. And now, you know, I got into this college and, like, you know, like, some, like, like, Nice, easy stuff. I was like, oh, wow, okay, that's that, that's kind of cruddy, but, you know, congratulations. Glad you got into to the college. This one's like, okay. Yeah, this one's <laughs> like a skirt. It's like, skirt, wait a minute. Yeah. Dirty fish tank. Right. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Sorry it was a setup, but at the same time, you know what I want to say? <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> that's what you, you get, You your so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? If you're out there fishing, you're going to catch fish. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Mic drop. Yeah. God. So anyway, there goes our edition of uh, Confession Quarter. I think it was a good one. I learned a lot of stuff about Colleen. She <laughs> likes to do high kicks in the shower. It's fine. You know, I like I like feet. You know, this person, you know... Really is messing with a, a person that has that coochie smell like a dirty fish tank. There's stuff for that. Fine. You know? <laughs> and our friend Angela is a terrible tooth fairy. So yeah. I'm going to send her, I'm just going to Venmo her like $10 and say, look, man, next next couple of teeth your kids lose, just give them five. That would be and really say, nice. <laughs> and to say it's from your tooth fairy, I think his name is Seth. Uncle Seth. Tooth fairy <laughs> tooth Seth. Fairy. <laughs> Does that mean? <laughs> no, that's another no. <laughs> oh wow! So anyway, so yeah, that was a good one. It's good. It was a good one. So everybody, you can tell that like the confessions run the gamut, right? Like it can be very tame. It can be very obviously risque because that last one was in fact a humdinger. So. Please send us more. Share with us your stories. Share with us your indiscretions. Share with us whatever you want to share, your quirks. I clearly have a shit ton of quirks. so <laughs> And I'll continue to share my odd quirks, and you guys can continue to clown me. And so. I will continue to laugh at you. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, I, that's definitely happening. <laughs> so anyway, I think we're going to wrap things up. So do you have any shout-outs today? Yeah. Um, I just want to uh, give a shout-out to uh, Sarah Jones in the Lone Star State, Texas. Yeah. She gave us a nice little note, and she gave us a, a tin of mini muffins 
and a Ba Humbug hat. Thank you very much. That was, uh, if you haven't listened, it's our Ba Humbug episode during uh, the, the Christmas season. So check out the pics on social media. You can check that out. So thank you, Sarah Jones, for sending us the uh, the cookies and the hat. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was awesome. It was nice to receive that in the mail. It was like, fan mail. So cool. So thank you so much. And if anybody wants to send us anything, reach out. Let us know. We'll yeah, send you an do. address <laughs> if you feel so inclined. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll have a P.O. box. <laughs> Don't send any food. We do not trust you. <laughs> yeah, strangers. No, because we, we know Sarah. So it was nice. Yeah, exactly. What about you? You got any shout outs? I do. I want to give a shout out to our friend John, who uh, we went to school with, we grew up with, and he actually was super generous and gave a donation to help support the show. And he, he threw a little dough our way to help with the with the show. Bought us some coffees go. on buymeacoffee.com. There is a link to that in our um, link tree thing that you can find through all the social media stuff. So I guess John just went on there and found it and felt like supporting the show, which I find really awesome and i'm super grateful so john thank you so much you're amazing that was really i mean i didn't expect anybody to do that at all i just kind of had it up there just in case i mean i was thinking oh if somebody does it'd be great if they don't okay but dude you did and that is awesome thank you so much like that helps out a lot you have no idea so thank you so much john i really appreciate that John, really appreciate it, buddy. You know, that'll help keep the lights on. Yes. And, and keep us kind on each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks again. All right, Colleen. So it's time for you to bring us home, baby. Yeah, man. So thank you guys so much for listening and spending time with us today. Please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to our show so you don't miss out on any future episodes. If you have a question, comment, or episode idea, or you want to just drop us a line to say hello, you can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Air Candy Podcast, or you can send an email to aircandypodcast at gmail.com. So hit us up because we want to connect with you. And until next time, peace. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) We never can say it at the same time. It's always slightly... It's all right. We're just, it is what it is. I love hearing the way you say peace. 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 You sound like like a little kid. Peace. (laughs) So cute. In the Middle East. (laughs) Holla. Holla. Yeah, that was a good one. These fetishes are just out there, man. Good job, Wiener. Right, yeah. Good job, Wiener. Good job, Wiener.